Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What's up, party people? We're back. It's the Killer Pop from Outer Space. I'm your host, Jeff, joined, as always, by my co-host, his truly, I don't know if that's a thing, Mr. Vinnie Markle. Yeah, that's how intros go, right? Yeah, I don't like know. Talk shows? Good evening, everybody. Welcome. We're ready to roll over here. Doesn't really seem like evening. Well, sun's shining. <laughs> Off to a hot start. Um... You're over we there. We took another w- week Did off. I don't know how to turn this keyboard on. You broke something. Yeah, we took a week off. A little scheduling conflict. Uh, we were all geared up to go, and then work summoned. Lame. The worst. But we're back. Got a pretty hefty episode ahead of you, so buckle up. Why'd you just stare at me like that? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out this mouse. Stop it. You got like It was like you, you got scared when I said uh, hefty See, episode. you got to line things up because my work knows well nothing nothing interferes with uh recording yeah like um well a couple weeks ago i had to rush out and my boss like the next day was like oh like he had to run something by me and it's like i i saw you but i i know you're trying to get out of here to record the podcast so i didn't want to bother you i was like yeah yeah don't oh yeah no one would ever say that to me they would just be like hey can you stay longer i'd be like uh no i gotta get out of here i always like make up something way more drastic than it is like, yeah, uh, my mom's on fire. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how it goes. Um, what you been up All to, right. man? What you been Hold on. We got, our, we got our brothers back with us. I know. Well, we were going to do a little. Might as well be. I, I think he'd just be the third host. Uh, I mean, he basically is at this point. He is the unofficial. He is the Pat Smear of the podcast. The unofficial third host of Killer Bob from Outer Space. What's up, Pete? Hey guys, everybody! Uh, I just said two things at the same time. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I like it. That could be like uh, your gimmick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I feel like I should have like three uh, different personalities. I can come on as uh, like the three faces of Mick Foley. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. nice. I like it. Um, yeah, thanks for having me back. This was a. Uh, it was a hop, skip, and a jump for me to uh, get ready for this one, but uh, I'm 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 prepared. You did some binging. Uh, yep. Yeah. I love going I, into these uh, cold. Yeah, yeah Jeff, I, uh, Jeff does well, no research. It's, it's impressive, well, actually. Your I, memory is much uh, better than mine. Yeah, I just um, there was at least one of these I think that I had maybe not even seen. Wow. And and. And I and while watching, I was like, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. So I'm glad that I. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah, we'll get glad that I did what I had to do. Yeah, my problem isn't so much like it, I confuse movies and like the Insidious Sinister thing and my Hellraiser yeah. Hellraiser two problem for years. Like I tend to do that a lot, but I yeah I just remember shit like that. that my brain is just full of stuff that doesn't matter. So like all the well, use, I did, that's, that's the way to be. Yeah. I did just watch seven movies in three days, so they're all. I I will probably forget which one's which, but that's nice. I have my list. Wait, uh, so. I think July 
3rd. July 2nd or 3rd is Canada Day. And that might be the day of the year where the sing- I watch the single most movies in one day. Because I will binge all the Astron movies, all the Ginger Snap movies, which I want to talk about in a little bit. And then just anything Canadian horror. I will, like Wolf Cop, another Wolf yeah, Cop. Yeah. Like anything. I'll do it all day. All day. It's fun. We should um, remember that for an episode. Oh, for sure. Like right around um, well, yeah. Canada Day, we'll do Canadian Horror Day. Well, July episode. 3rd is uh, Return of the Living Dead Day, so it's probably July 2nd. Okay. Let's remember that. Um, yeah, so what have you guys been doing? I have not been doing a whole lot. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on Joe Bob. I'm like three episodes behind still. Last one I watched was Ginger Snaps, which is why I want to talk about it in a minute. Um. Other than that, man. Dude, it was so cool. So you didn't watch Mandy yet? Not yet. I Mandy, loved every minute of that. Fried Barry, um, Dead and Buried. This week looks like it's going to be a doozy I'm going to get to watch because Bruce Campbell's going to be on. So I wouldn't be surprised. Maniac Cop, maybe. That's my guess, but who knows. Yeah. But as far as the, the lineup this year, so far so good. I mean, he's been some bangers. So, But I did notice, so they showed Ginger Snaps. Love Ginger Snaps. I love the trilogy. Why I does haven't seen the third one? Oh, you haven't. So this question is moot to you. Maybe Pete can answer it because even uh, Darcy said that the third one was like not good. I like the third one a lot, but it gets a lot of hate. Where I've does that where, one? Where does that one go? It goes like it's like a period piece. It like goes back to like the Middle Ages. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, people. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. That sounds like something I'd be into. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's like kind of corny, I guess, because they try and get in like the origins of the the curse. But the movie itself, I think, is good. I like it. Were they trying to rip off uh, the Ninja Turtles three? I was li- literally just waiting to, waiting to say that they, you know, kind of take one a page out of the Ninja Turtles three book. You sons of bitches! You nailed it. Um. Yeah. I mean, th- that one's been on my list forever. I, I gotta get around to watching that. Was. Yeah, I have all three if you ever want to. It's 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 a good trilogy. I Did mean, Scream Factory release all three of those? I don't think so. I don't think they re- released anything after one on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. The second one's not even like a werewolf movie. It's, it's kind of yeah. A I mean, thing. it's fine. Yeah, I like it. First one, fire. How about the fact that Emily Perkins was playing a 15-year-old girl at 22 in the first gen? That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Anywho, what else? Um, what do you got going on, Pete? Do you? Um, love and adore Mandy as much as I do. Oh yeah, I freaking love that movie. It's probably my favorite movie across the board in the last like five years, maybe it's... even more. Like I freaking love that movie. So my friend Connor, who I think you've met at some point, friend of mine from high school, um, he's one of those guys that's kind of like forever in school. Like he's now in his thirties and he's like back in school in down in South Carolina where he lives, but all you know, all better for him. He wants to, you know, do his thing, but he's now in like doing like psychology shit. And he asked me, he said, I need a movie that I can write a paper about. That's like deals with like uh, a different state of mind. And I was like, man, Oh yeah. And he's like, does it like, uh, does it hit like, does it hit any of these? And he gave me like five bullet points. I'm like every single one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, have you ever seen like, he does a fucking line of meth or whatever the fuck it is at powdered acid or who knows off a broken shard of glass. And then he's, you know, he's altered in the, in the drug state. He's altered in the freaking out about 
like, the whole situation, grief and revenge. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, so much going on. It's such a good movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I've been my friend Rose, who's also a huge Nick Cage fan. I've been trying to get her to watch it like forever, and she's like, "Yeah, I keep like not just not getting around to it." I'm like, "I, I don't understand." But yeah, I mean, um, Joe Bob had some cool behind the scenes stuff. So originally, yeah. they asked Nick Cage. Uh, they wanted him to play the the cult leader, and without even reading the script, Nick Cage agreed. Um, I guess he he knew like the the storyboard or what the story was. But then when he read the script, he wanted to be uh, I forget his name in the movie, but you know the main guy. He didn't want to be the cult leader I, anymore. I, I can't even imagine it being the other way around. Yeah, because that scene. That scene where the cult leader's face is just like kind of in, like slowly engulfing the whole screen. Yeah, like you can be dead sober and you feel like you're tripping. Like that's like a seriously. And that was so well done. Like how they used and like that was all practical. Like he like laid the frames. Yeah, you know, I don't know how it works, but he laid he laid the frame from the film over each other, so her face was like intertwining with his. Like it's just wild stuff. Yeah. There's no way that anyone could do that bathroom freak out aside from Nick Cage. No possible way. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I guess I could probably look it up on Google, but Joe Bob didn't mention. I wonder who they had in mind to play the main guy if they wanted Nick Cage as the cult leader. Um, um, yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, so I haven't watched that episode, so I'm excited to. And I haven't watched that movie, in, you know, since I think I watched it last around Halloween. Um, so yeah. Yeah, he had some good. I'm excited uh, too. He had some good back backstory into it. Um, punk rock flea market. We went to that. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Got there super early. Didn't have to wait in the big ass line like you did. Yeah, I mean the line. It was beautiful outside. Oh, it was line. so nice. Yeah. Um, which one? Trenton. Trenton. It's the first nice. time they've done it, and I guess the last year because of the pandemic. I was very disappointed, and I left pretty much empty-handed. I got two stickers. Wow. Yeah, I, I left very happy. I got a bag of cat fight coffee from our buddy AC Slade. Uh, delicious, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really good. Uh, and then that limited Night of the Living Dead bag. So that was fun. Uh, what else? I got a bunch of stuff from them. We got a little neckerchief for the dog. And oh yeah, I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't um, figure out. I got the neckerchief from the coffee place or from? Did you see that? Um dog rescue stand that was set up yeah now we got it from the coffee we got it from cat fight and then i got like a little drink cup with cat ears on it that he hooks you up with free refills at their event so if you it's a cup was like 13 bucks and then he'll refill it with whatever you want they had this iced i'm not a tea person like i'll eat i'll drink it when i'm sick that kind of thing Mm -hmm. he had this iced chai tea whoo banging yeah i should have tried it because i'm not i mean i love Iced tea. I mean, that's a frequent beverage of mine, but the chai thing kind of loses me. Yeah, uh, banging. Very cinnamony and like just sweet. It was really good. Yeah, really I, good. I should have got on it. I got a couple else that I get. I got a pin, sweet like devil pin. Um, I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of um, like t shirts, patches. Yeah, so Pete, I was disappointed. I mean, like collectibles, they had. Some cool stuff, but like very, very uh, general and kind of generic. But my whole thing was I thought I was going to clean up and get a ton of uh, patches, especially cloth patches. 
Nothing. There was, I mean, very, very little patches. There was pretty good enamel pin selection, but I already have a whole bunch of enamel pins that probably enough for two new jackets or vests. Um, but you're always good about this, Pete, and I always reach out to you for this stuff. Where can I get good uh, selection of mainly cloth uh, patches? I, I would look on Etsy. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've I, been hearing lots of good I could, stuff. I, maybe I'm Etsy. searching for the wrong thing. You know, just just search like cloth punk patches because it's always considered like a punk patch if it's cloth because it's like cheap material. Yeah, and you safety pin it on. All right, maybe it's, it's like I was trying to search heavy metal cloth patches, and then it's like it gives me like Slayer. Like, all right, all right, I mean that's fine, but I would want something a little bit more of a deep cut than that. Hmm. Um, yeah, they uh, the only pro- the only problem I have with Etsy. And it's like shipping whatever, sucks. like uh, yeah, shipping sucks because you're paying shipping per person. You know, you're paying for each person you're ordering from shipping. Well, so, I, I mean, other things I bought from SCI just have issues with it, like never showing up or taking forever to get here. But maybe that was yeah. There's a lot of overseas. There's a lot of overseas stuff on Etsy, and you, unless you're paying attention to where you're ordering it from, sometimes you have to wait like two months. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll keep an eye out. I'm going to Monster Mania Sunday. Very excited about that. I'll keep an eye out on the patch front for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for some more movie patches, but I want to, like, get some more music stuff going and wrestling yeah, stuff. Go for I mean, the internet seems to be where to go. I love finding stuff in the wild, but it's just getting harder and harder. I know. It's hard. Oh, um, cloth wrestling patches. I think it's El Cheapo Grosso on Instagram. Etsy. Oh, Etsy. Yeah, well, you can follow them on on Instagram too, and uh, they literally. I just I got some pins. It's all like his sketches, so like he sketches the wrestler, and uh, you can just look at his whole collection. Then you can tell him what who you want on a patch or who you want on a pin. And oh, they're like cool. the button, like the button pins. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, that's a good one for the for wrestling. All right, right on. Um. What was I gonna say? I was about to transition to something. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. What do you got? What do I got? I just yeah. no. Punk rock flea market. Monster Mania is coming up. Dawn of the Dead 4K restorations coming up. It's not the 35. It's the 4K restoration. Still exciting. Who's showing that? At, that's at Monster Mania. No, at the Mahoning. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I told you about it many times. I've talked I mean, about it about numerous so times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, yeah, we're talking about that. We're talking about Killer Clowns. Yeah, just June 8th, Maximum Overdrive, Overdrive, June 22nd. Their Tuesday night lineup even is killer this year. The weekends are the fun events, but the Tuesday yeah. night's really killing it with just movies. So me and Pete were talking about getting him out there. Uh, one of the Tuesday events is probably a little bit easier for you, Pete, right? Potentially, yeah. All right. right on. Yeah, we have to definitely get Pete out there. Yeah, they'll do them all year, so it ain't like they're going away. They did RoboCop last night. Yeah, that's yeah, all. I love RoboCop. So good. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I I didn't really have a whole lot of I thought I had more news than I had. It was more so little tidbits, but I just saw this is actually kind of really exciting. Uh, They're going to take Gunnar Hansen's book. Called Chainsaw Confidential. He wrote 
It's about like the making of. Tech- mm-hmm. They're gonna make a dark comedy out of yeah. it. Yeah, I'm pretty. That's got a lot of potential. I wonder there. what that's gonna be all about. I don't know, but if like if you've ever seen the room, that really bad movie, the room. The room. Is it like you're killing oh, me? Oh, hi, Lisa. Mark. Yeah, hi, Mark. You know. And they made the movie about it, the disaster artists, like Seth Rogen and James Franco and them guys. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping it, I don't want it to be them, but I'm hoping it, I mean, it was very good movie. Like, hmm. So I'm hoping right. it kind of goes that route. What do you got going on, Pete? Anything exciting going on out there in the uh, suburbias? Um, work, work is uh, steamrolling on. Uh, catering business is picking up wedding season. I was lucky enough to have off and uh, attend a wedding over the weekend. Um, I uh, laid down in the hotel shower for about 45 minutes on Sunday and <laughs> cried because I was so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can't get that bad anymore. I just I can't do it. Uh, it was the people I think I was with. Yeah, that'll happen, I uh, suppose. I'm just but, all about um, by myself. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Love is in the uh, air these days, huh? Yeah, big time, big time, big time. Um, here, let's crack open these beers. I keep forgetting. All right, P, why don't you lead us off? What are you uh, drinking on tonight for the recording? All right, so uh, mutual friend of uh, uh, Vincent and mine, uh, Nick. Cherry Macera. I saw. Was, was cu- he in town, or were you out near him somewhere? I, so I went up to C- Connecticut for Box's wedding. Oh, okay. Oh, it was Box. All right. And yeah, and uh, oh man, that crew—that must have been the worst. I can't even imagine that hangover at our age now <laughs> with that crew. Was like was like Rich there and uh, Rich, Vinny, and uh, no, Vinny didn't go. Rich, no. I I think I think uh, I, I'm sure that. You know, Box had to figure out with COVID and everything and then just kind of narrow it down with whoever that he's been in touch with lately and everything. And, right, right. Um, oh, what a great crew. But like that next day. Yeah, because it was, it was small. Like Ross, Ross wasn't there or anything. Uh, but yeah. Um, so, so Nick. Jeff, this is basically like our hardcore drinking and doing terrible things to ourselves crew <laughs> from... Back when we were much younger, yeah, nice. and then just repeating that at this age, I can't imagine you're hurt, Pete. Yeah, it's probably not fun. <laughs> um, so uh, Nick's uh, cousin has a is part of this beer brewery called Shades On, S H A I D Z O N. Hmm. I think it's supposed to be play on like put your shades on, but I'm not really sure. Uh, but he gave me some beers because he said that he he's not so much into the craft beer. And I said, you know, I'll bring him on the pod and and I'll uh, give him a shout out. So this is a Maybach German style Hellas by Shades On out of uh, Kingston, Rhode Island. Nice, nice Rhode Island beer. Yeah. I like a nice Maybach. All right, delicious. So over here we're hitting uh, Destination Unknown Beer Company. Out of uh, Bayshore, New York. This is their abuse of powder. So it is a. I've been there. <laughs> double double <laughs> New England IPA, DDH, with Idaho Seven, um, and it's got the uh, 
a big bowl of powder on it. Well. <laughs> it's like powder in one bowl and hops in the other. Abuse of powder. It's quite tasty. Oh, damn. That's uh, that danky. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's like a nice... Tastes like a weed tea. Doesn't doesn't hit you after. Yeah, it's just like in the mouth goes down, and that's that. I like that. You would. What the what? <laughs> oh, in the mouth goes down. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Way to go there. Um, you completely bailed on my music pick. I had a fun one tonight. And bail. We usually do beer first, then music. Do we? Yeah. Hmm. Is that higher? Got? Is that higher or lower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, music. This is a weird one. Um. Band called Supernova. They're like early 2000s to the early 90s. They're just a punk band from the West Coast, but they're like kind of that Aquabats theatrical thing. They dress like astronauts, and they're just like goofy, upbeat punk rock. Um, You know, they got like 30 second songs to you know nothing more than like two minutes. Their claim to fame, I guess, is they do the Chewbacca song in the Clerks movie. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, that's like their big I one. S- that's their quote unquote big one. Yeah. But they, I think they only got like three records. They're all super fun. They're quick to listen to. Um, just like fun driving music, you know. Um, yeah, just just fun stuff on the Spotify. Yep, on Spotify. All right. Um, lighthearted, just fun punk rock. Uh, if you get into them, you can actually. It's funny they were on an episode of Yo Gabba Gabba, the old children's show that was mm. on Nickelodeon. They do a song on there. <laughs> That's random. Well, apparently, so the guy, uh, one of the Aquabats created that show. And apparently he had no problem getting musical act because they would do like a musical thing for, for kids. It's for kids. But yeah. like My Chemical Romance is on there. Jack Black. Like if you go on YouTube and just type in like Yo Gabba Gabba music, there's all sorts of like super famous bands that went on it. I guess it's like kind of like a... A little something for the parents that are stuck watching yeah. these shows with kids all day. Yeah, something. Huh, like that's it. that's pretty cool. I feel like a Jack Black on a that type of thing would be awesome. He probably. Well, I didn't watch it, but I mean, it's Jack Black. He's out of his mind. Um, the only music little tidbit I have for tonight is: Did either of you guys see Metal Hammer <laughs> release the top 100 songs of the 21st century? No. It's rough. No, I'm not. I don't want to even see it. It's rough. Um, I would not advise it. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I mean, the, some of the songs are. Uh, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. How much Nickelback's on there? Well, so they no Nickelback, luckily, but they label it the top. I should say it's at the top 100 metal songs of the 21st century. I figured it's Metal Hammer, so. But Evanescence, Evanescence is on there. Ugh. Um. I mean, I expected Five Finger Death Punch. I fucking hate that band, but it's rough. Uh, it's rough. Rough. But I've never met anyone that's like likes Five Finger Death Punch. Have you? Do you know who likes Five Finger Death Punch? And I'm ashamed. I mean, that's why it's hard for me to keep in touch with them. All my boys from high school, Pete, like Bro and McGee, and all them love Five Finger uh, Death Punch. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Like, I thought. <laughs> well, like, I do like I do like those guys. So well, I love those guys, but. I like to think that, well, I guess me and bro, I was the the heavy metal influence on them. And I was like, in our youth, did I not teach you better than this? That you're going to become adults and like Five Finger Death Punch? I mean, and they're like, oh, well, it's not so bad. I'm like, it's bad. I don't want to hear it. People like weird bands, you know? 
It's yeah. A, it's a strange world, but there's people that like stuff that's like, why? How? One of my favorite memes is uh, it says, if Five Finger Death Punch was a blunt, and it's just a person rolling a blunt with just stems and seeds. Oi, oi, vey. You got anything on the news front? Anything you've watched outside of our list this evening? No, I've been pretty um, pretty behind. Like I said, I'm so behind on Joe Bob. I'm behind on... I still have that Cruel Jaws Blu-ray I haven't popped in yet. Um, yeah, you got to watch that one. I, I got to... Well, we or we just gotta watch it together. Yeah, we should watch it together for sure. I just I'm slacking. I'm uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm in bed anymore by like nine o'clock. It's hard. To well, watch those stuff. early morning shifts. Yeah. So it's like I'm like actually it's funny. The last two nights I've watched um, I'll either put on like Buzzer, which is like old game shows or like a YouTube thing, and I've been passing out. And I'm waking up like in a panic, thinking it's like two, three in the morning, and I look at my watch or my watch, my phone, and it's like. 1045 <laughs> hmm. i'm like oh i've been asleep for an hour you know what we could do so um i when i was on my staycation doing all that house and yard work i did figure out how to use the outdoor uh production tv nice so we could christen christen that with some cool jobs I'm be cool. It. yeah whatever you want to do you just let me know i'm around brother uh what have i been watching more, I guess, news. Uh, I don't know if you'll care about this. Care about this one, but Fear Street, R.L. Stein's Fear Street, coming yeah. to Netflix. I remember those. Um, it's gonna be three movies released over three weeks. I'm even more excited that it got a hard R rating. That's cool. So that should be cool. I, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like if it's not like Slumber Party Massacre, I won't like it. It won't be, but like yeah. just the covers of those books, that's what they remind me of. Like, just it, like 80s. I'm, I'm hoping it's wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know you didn't, but Pete, did you watch Army of the Dead? Nope. Yeah, me either. I, don't, I can't decide if I can. It's getting better reviews than I would have ever expected it to get. Yeah, I mean, the WWE did a whole little crossover where they had zombie lumberjacks. Oh, really? Yeah, it was awful. Oh. The Miz got eaten. He's dead now. He's dead? He's dead. Okay. Weird. He got eaten by zombies. Hmm. They were lumberjacks. What's gonna happen when's gonna happen to Mrs. and Mrs.? Um I think they're gonna replace him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm signing up. I think it's me. I'm sorry. Maurice is hot. She's hot to trot. French Canadian. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um and I'm also, I know, again, you don't care about this many Pete does. I'm hearing good things about Spiral. Oh, I'm not. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard mixed things. I haven't heard anything good yet. I haven't seen anything bad yet. Uh, all I've seen is bad. So mine's, I haven't read, read anything. It's just personal people's opinions, like on Instagram. But huh. Nothing good. So nah, well, I, kinda, I guess that puts me back a few steps. One of them happened to be Darcy the Male Girl. So. Oh, she was not a fan. Uh, she didn't say she hated it, but she was just kind of like, meh. Well, I'm not really expecting that much more than a meh. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I I have not seen past Saw 3. Yes. But what? I, and, uh, well, probably me and Vanner just ruined it for you. Yes. <laughs> I think 4 it, is very where true. I stopped. <laughs> um, 
I know, but I just I feel like I could probably see Spiral without it mattering. I don't think it has anything just, really to do with the rest of the franchise. Other than once a uh, spoiler alert, once Luke from Gilmore Girls is gone, I'm pretty much uninterested. <laughs> um, I, Wait, I, he's I, in I, what? He's in four. Uh, he's I think he pops up in three and then dies in four. Yeah, mm. that was probably before I watched. I didn't watch Gilmore Girls so like five years ago. So. Uh, Dude, when I found out Sebastian Bach was on that show, I lost my mind. And then I saw he wrote a whole episode. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Skid there's, be- there's big beef between him and Chris Jericho. Yeah, I know, because of the uh, overdubs for lyrics, for uh, vocals, yeah. rather. Yeah. I mean, look, we're not a music podcast, but I'll get into this right quick. Um, voted by his peers. In the 80s and early 90s, you know, metal scene, Sebastian Bach was the best vocalist. Like, bar none, like, agreed on by everyone. So I could see him having a little chip on his shoulder when Chris Jericho comes out and says stuff like, you know, you're uh, using overdubs. Well, I think Jericho got caught, well, right? Was that the whole thing? None of them, like, being accused or challenged with that stuff. Any musician doesn't, like... I don't think Paul Stanley cares at this point. Really? Like, Kiss, they give a shit less. They're like, yeah, the whole fucking set is just us playing to a tape. Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty uh, blatant. Well, that's, I guess that's why they can still do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know where that was going. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I just think it needs to be settled in the ring, that's all. I think That'd I be should awesome. be the referee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm wrong. Let's Peace, go, let's, Peace Snyder should be the referee. Oh. Let me put it this way: aside from, aside from uh, Judas, his song for AEW, yeah, they're terrible bad. Well, that's that's a Fozzy. I mean, it was a song before it was his song in AEW, right? But yeah, that, I agree. Like that was the only one I've ever heard and been like, oh, I like that one. Yeah, I don't like. Know I'm a Chris. Any of I'm songs. a Chris Jericho. F- I'm a Chris Jericho fan, but I wouldn't go see Fozzy because I like Chris Jericho. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Jericho-holic going way back. And yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going. I think Fozzy actually played the Chameleon Club when I lived in Lancaster. And I was just like, man. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, eh, yeah, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, pass on that one. Um, kind of all I had. All right. Pete? Other than my extreme disappointment in, in the new Venom trailer. Yeah. Doo doo. Don't. Like, I, like, this for what that franchise could be. And what we're having to see is so disappointing. Yeah, they pretty much made their bed. They're saying, hey, we're going goofball comedy. Ugh, Have fun. I mean, just awful. Pete, you got anything fun and exciting on the news front? Or are you just here for the ride? Um, jot down a few things since like the last couple times. I was just like, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so Conjuring is close to coming out. Yeah, people are excited. Devil, people are excited. Devil made me do it. And I read a uh, little thing on the bloody disgusting Instagram that uh, that there's a little uh, a little waterbed scene that might be connected to a movie we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, yeah, I saw that as well. That inspired by inspired, it wasn't maybe inspired by it was that was absolutely right. Inspired. Yeah, he, yeah, the guy said that it. I yeah. mean, it's in the trailer and it's it's pretty direct. Yeah. I, so I haven't watched the trailer yet because I just want to go in like blind. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I watched the first Red Band trailer and now 
Like after that, I won't watch any more trailers because it just reveals. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Good. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say they're saying. I mean, this is just hyping up a movie, but like it's gonna be the most shocking one yet. But I'm hoping See, I it don't will know, be. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know how it could be because the first two were so good and scared the crap out of me. I don't know how much more they could do. And this, yeah, at least on paper, this like the the synopsis and the storyline. Sounds very interesting. Like it could be a really compelling story, but I don't see how it could be a really scary story. So, right. I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm. Not, I mean, I'll. I'm going to be watching it the day it drops for sure. Actually, speaking of HBO Max and dropping, did I, well again, Jeff. I know you did. Pete, did you watch uh, the new Angelina Jolie joint that dropped on uh, HBO Max? Not yet. I actually. Those who so wish I unsubscribed. Dead. I unsubscribed to HBO Max um, uh, like six weeks ago so that I wouldn't have to pay for a month just because I was like, I'm going to binge on Shudder for a month and then like I'll pick up on HBO Max when like there's a bunch of content left. And then when I realized that all of tonight's movies were on HBO Max, I subscribed again. Oh, okay. nice. The, um, I was just shuffling through there the other night i didn't realize how much tv content they got I, there's uh, a lot on yeah there. i was super excited they have all the seasons of mad tv i only really care about the first two but i was like oh shit i can watch that aqua teen hunger force is on there um just a bunch of like, i don't even remember but there's a bunch of stuff i got excited about there's, like, a, oh, there's a bunch of stuff on there i'll be sticking with that one for quite some time yeah. but like pete just said that's a good point i really should just like sit down and binge a shutter Night, There's like so much that I know. Like you could, I mean, I I could I could probably just watch Shutter for a month. I know I should. I mean, Black Roses is on there right now. I want to see that so bad. In my quest to watch every movie that is a Brown song, <laughs> like, um, we're gonna have to. I mean, you're gonna have to eventually do a big binge for when we do this episode with Shane, the Shutter, yeah, no. exclusive episode. Well, first we're gonna do a watch this or die with him and see if he can handle. Being on the podcast, apparently gonna, it's a huge deal. Are we, are we just going to braid him? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is he nervous? No, but everyone else is. Uh, <laughs> um, Pete's the only one that came in here. Like, what's up? I got this. Uh, I think Connor's back, like recalibrated. Maybe he's had a, had like a bad batch of weed or something. I don't know. Uh, but um, like, let me see. Like, I'll, I'll run it down. So Dana, like, had to watch us do an episode before she could feel comfortable. Yeah. Vestibule was just like a mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hey, Vinny had to. Yeah, the producer's here, by the way. <laughs> you guys have oh, left me out all night, man. Hey, hey, there he is. Hey. Uh, Wait, but anyway, what? Vinny, Vinny <laughs> had to. Vinny had to watch a show before he yeah. started. So Lyle, uh, did Lyle give? Lyle a show? didn't have to watch a show after, but he was worked up. But then was fine. Hey, ended up being, he ended up being fine. Yeah. Um, and then Pete it was just like, yeah, what's up? And then Pete, of be course, fair. I'm sorry, we keep stepping well, on each other. To, I was gonna say, to be fair, the my the first show I came on, there was a lot of drinking that, beforehand. That's where I was going with this. <laughs> uh, but like, by the time we even started the show, we were half lit, and then like we started the show with whiskey. There's something about like throwing the headphones on and being in front of a microphone and having to have a conversation that we've all had together, like just with beers and for fun but when you put the microphone the headphones in front of you it changes it yeah i uh i don't listen to the shows but like i i if someone was like you have to listen to all the shows or i'm gonna put a bullet in your head 
I'll never listen to that episode with Pete, the first one. Cause, Why? Because I don't even know how I was. It's, it's actually hammered. so. I avoided listening to that one out of I was worried about being embarrassed. Yeah, for, same. For I think over a month, but then when I finally did listen to it, it's actually it, it went well because it's it's not it's it's very funny, but it's not obnoxious. Okay, like we were just hammered and being goofy. I think I don't know if I made this joke on the show or if it was a, us privately, but I'm like you always know how drunk I am by my sign off. If I like linger on the sign off and I say thank you a hundred times and like don't <laughs> want to get up, <laughs> like you know I'm pretty drunk. Um. Uh, actually, I, I do. It'll be a good transition. I do have one more bit of uh, news. Did you guys see the recent article on Dread Central about having their readers and fans do a little vote on who should play Freddy Krueger next? No, um, I don't read Dread Central, but it should be Kevin Bacon. I'm like firm. So that, I'm on the. What's that, Pete? I'm on the. I'm on the Kevin Bacon bandwagon. Yeah. So I. I have been. Was. Had a. Firm seat in the Kevin Bacon bandwagon. So the top three um, voted by fans or whatever. Kevin Bacon. A lot of people voted for um, Bill Hader. I mean, no. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. But due to recent events. Richard Drake. Yeah. Nah. Because I feel like that was the, the expectation with Jackie Earl Haley was like he's going to be the shit. Because he's the same kind of dude. Character actor. Does I this thing. Richard Brake with the, if they do real makeup and not CGI his face, the facial expressions and the face acting that guy can do and the insane that he can be. There's like, I think that, I don't know. The actor that they choose has a lot to do with if they're going to go original style with like comedic or if they're going to go dark. I don't think it can be dark anymore. Right, think, that's I what they think, tried to do with the remake, yeah, right? I don't yeah. think it can be comedic anymore. Comedic anymore. No, I think it has Because Robert England is what made that. I think they had to go back to the way the, the original Nightmare on Elm Street was and go straight dark. I don't know. I, I think the comedy elements... But they don't need to work in child rape and all that shit. Like all just, right. Hey, did you watch In Search of Darkness 2 by any chance? No, I, I, bet, oh, I did. Um, I need to. I did. I watched that. I'm, I forgot all about that. But, um, good. It is very good. But there's a whole thing with Robert England in there that you just reminded me of. And he says, like, he's like, the comedy stuff isn't um, by design. They would do, like, the kills. They would do, like, takes on the kills. And he would have, like, a funny line he would do, like, a serious line he would do, and then, like, an over-the-top, like, menacing line he would do. And they just always, like, went with the comedy. Hmm. Um. So, so th- this is all just speculation and rumor, right? Like, there's no no studio has said. No, that no, no. I think it's all it's all tangled up with uh, the Craven Estate and stuff. They won't. Right. Yeah. Also, I mean, it, you think Bacon would even do this? Yeah. I mean, it'd be very cool, it'd be very cool of him to to get on board with something like this, but I just don't know if. Yeah, he's a he's a guy that just looking at his career, at least. I mean. I mean, how many – would you say Kevin Bacon's like a – he's a movie star, right? Kevin Bacon is a yeah. movie star. Yeah. All right, well, look at his body of work. Like, there's a lot of not movie star movies in there, a lot of weird shit, a lot of artsy stuff. Yeah. He just kind of does what he wants to do, so. I mean, if a studio does get behind this, if they want to make bank on this movie, you make Kevin Bacon 
Freddy Krueger. Well, I'll tell you what, if, Whether, if Bloomhouse takes it, I'm not touching it. No, they won't. They, no, they're not going to do it. But um, if they make this movie and put it out at the right time of year, hopefully when theaters are at full capacity or whatever, I mean, god damn, can you imagine a Nightmare on Elm Street remake with Freddy, I mean, with uh, Kevin Bacon as Freddy Krueger, like, the horror fans, the non-horror fans, the Kevin Big... I mean, it would just be crazy. It would make a shit ton of money. I agree. But uh, Richard Brake, I don't know. Pete, have you seen Rob Zombie's 31? No. So, I, I heard you guys talking about it on last episode. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it again, but worth the watch just for Richard Brake's performance. Like, so good. But uh, Well, that's a pretty damn good transition. We ready yeah. to get into this? We are. Pete, are you are you good? I'm game. Are you got your IV of monster energy in? Because this, this is going to be a doozy. Yeah, I sure do. That's only nine. I know. All right. Let's, is it? Well, let's lay it on them. So we are. Do we, do we have to do we have to even say number nine? Um, we will. And then we'll all say one word about it and then move on. Um, let's right. get the, the people are, are they need to know. We're revisiting the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, but. Unlike the early episodes, this is not uh, me and Vinny just top three nonsense where we didn't really have a good grasp on what we we're doing. Whole franchise, nine movies, three dudes. Picked, ranked. Picked, ranked, put in the correct order according to me because I'm the one who's right because we all know what the best one is. And it's not I think we're gonna concur. what you think. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the... Why, you saw my list? No, I didn't, I didn't see your list. Why would I look at your list? Like, your list matters to me. Your list is wrong. Oh, damn it. I just had a flashback to the last time we did this. Yes. Don't do it, Jeff. Oh, I'm gonna. You don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm a wild that. card. Um, Alright, so... The red her- I'm the red herring in this, so I'm, I'm the wild <laughs> if card. If this were a so. Scooby-Doo episode, Pete would be that suspicious guy that's just always around. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that tells you at the gas station not to go into the woods. You're all doomed. <laughs> all right, so let's uh let's get this order together here. All right, so let's break down uh, the way this is going to run tonight since there's three. So obviously equal picks for everybody tonight. Uh, if you are the uh, if you would like if you're the winner and you want the number one pick, you're going to get uh, number one, number five, and number nine. Uh, if you select money in the bank. You're going to get number three, number six, and number eight. And if you are the last man standing, you get number seven, number four, number two. Right. No objections, correct? Everybody's on the same page? Sounds good to me. All right. All right. So here we go. So first, I wrote down, I actually wrote down which trivia questions. Uh, so first one I have for all of you is uh, in the new nightmare... Which song did Chase Porter sing to stay awake? Oh. I know what his stuffed animal was. Can we can we talk about that? Um <laughs> I stump you guys on the first question? Yeah, I don't remember what he sang. I, mean, I just watched this last night. Damn it. I um I didn't give it a rewatch, but I love this movie and I can't remember what he sang. Hmm. All right. Itsy Bitsy Spider? Nope. No. What was it? Losing My Religion. Wow, well, R.E.M., uh, huh? I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Next question. I got some backups. They all forewarned me. All right. So next question. Uh, who went to uh, Who went to a sleep center and pulled Freddy's hat out of their dream? Um, the chicken. Uh, Freddy's dead. No, Nancy. Uh, Nancy. Not Nancy. Not Nancy. Not Nancy. Carol. Not Carol. <laughs> Vinny. What is her name? This is a character name thing that Vinny's not going to get. I'm not good at character names. Is it Cindy? Cindy? Not Cindy. It's the chick from Freddy's Dead, isn't it? Heather. Heather. It says Heather Langenkamp. Camp. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Damn it. All right. That's that's. Too I knew I should have paid more attention to names. All right. Let me see if I got one that's we're, not name oriented. There. Yeah. This is going to be a three on three. Shoo. Uh, Vinny, you didn't close the door. Now my dog's out there. What are you doing? I did close it. Apparently not. <laughs> close it. All right. Yeah, but then he's going to be locked out. He'll come back in. All right. So who was the lecturer teaching kids in the Dream Master? Uh, it's... Um... And it's okay if you say what his role was with the movie. He's the Wes the, Craven, no, the he's, doctor. He's doctor. The, he's the president of Miramax. Doc. It's um, uh, Robert Shea. Oh, so Jeff has that one. Well done. So very good. So uh, in the Dream Master, he was the lecturer teaching kids. He did not appear, as this says, he did not appear in both the original Nightmare on Elm Street and New Nightmare. So, let's a little add side note there. So Jeff, number one or Money in the Bank? We get number one. So Jeff uh. is Jeff is going to have number one, number five, and number nine. So Jeff's going to pick first in a moment. This makes me nervous. Uh, do you guys want to duke it out? What do you want to do? Well, we I can't guess you do have rock, to. paper, yeah. scissor via Zoom. Well, we could, we could turn his video on. <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you should be, sir. So this one might be an easy one. It is not name-oriented. So how did Amanda Kruger become Freddy's mother? She, she got raped, raped by, by a thousand... A thousand oh, man. Pete got it. He's yeah, fast. fast. And so I'd, I'd say Pete got that one. So, But you are both... Good. It, no, wait. How many maniacs first? Pete, how many maniacs? Vinny, how many? A thousand. So, that, so Pete, you're good. I want to... But you're not... You don't have the number right. So, mm. Vinny... Oh. Uh, Vinny, how 500. many? 500. Uh... All right, Pete did get it first. Neither one of you are correct, so it's only 100 maniacs. 100 uh, maniacs, uh. all right? Unless they have a typo on the trivia, I don't know. So, But no matter what, Pete did get it faster. So we're going to give it to Pete. So, Pete, do you want money in the bank? <laughs> it's kind of a dumb question, uh, yeah, right? I get, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> all right, so, uh, so Pete, you're going to have number three, number six, and number eight. So that means, Vinny, you have, uh, you have number two, four, and seven. Wait, I have two, four, and seven? You have number two, number four, and number seven. Oh, okay. All right. The order will be, it's going to be starting with number nine. So it's Jeff, Pete, Vinny, Pete, Jeff, Vinny, Pete, Vinny, Jeff. That's your order. That's what you gave me. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I'm, I'm right. so happy I get to, to be the one to pick number nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a, a waste of a pick, huh? Yeah. But it, at the same time, I have such a good. All right, so number nine. How, do we want to text you? Like, what do we want to do? Do we want to? Oh, yeah, we're gonna text. Yeah, we're gonna all. Okay. Uh, Pete, do you have JJ's? I mean, the producer's number. He Pete? does because I sent him the link to Zoom. Okay. 
Yeah. Right, we're going we're going high tech here. So we, well, I guess we shouldn't have a group text because then you'll know. Yeah. Even yeah. though. Uh, nine. I, I don't even have to like put the the title here. Make sure it went through. Yep. All right. Cool. So, Jeff's number nine pick. Nine remake. That, that's it. That's it. All right. The remake. Now, the remake. I don't even want to talk about this movie, but I want us all to say one thing about it. Mine will be choke on it. Vinny, how about you? That's your quote? No. One thing I have to say about the movie. Choke on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hot garbage. Okay. Pete, what what say you? Uh, Just disappointing. All right. Number eight. Who's I mean, got I, it? It, it, it had potential... It, <laughs> It had potential to be, you know. Yeah, no shit. It had potential, but they squandered that potential. It's just like he was saying. Yeah. Like, when Jackie Earl Haley was announced, I was like, oh, this thing's going to be great, and it sucked. Yeah, I mean, just to get into it a little bit, like, no good characters. Uh, Freddy was completely miswritten and I guess had a couple menacing moments, but then it really just fell off the cliff when with, with all the... What I guess they were trying to work in twists where you're supposed to at first sympathize with Freddy and think he was the victim and then the child rapist thing and all the kids were there were all the uh, the characters um, the students were his victims it's just not good the the, the janitor is just bad bad you are all my children that's a great Freddy 2 quote it is yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the first time I tried to watch this, I fell asleep. So not a good sign. And this wasn't like me now. I'm talking. This is like when it came out. <laughs> so I was a younger version of myself. I'm eight, right? Yeah, yes, you're eight. I uh, already forgot, but I, 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 no, I that's said cool. it I forget yeah. all the time. Or I just take Vinny's picks and I start, you know, getting wild with I it. I don't like how this whole thing is going to play out. I love it. I love uh, making you sweat. <laughs> Are you guys ready for number Can eight? Can we work in DQs because you don't like where it falls? I think the DQ is pretty much falling wayside at this point. Nobody ever DQs. The DQ really is only for what you're, when you guys do categories if it doesn't fit in the category, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's all about making the argument to the producer, but it's just so hard to make an argument. Like, how do you make an argument? Like, oh, well, I yeah. think it's better than where it's Yeah, it's such a the DQ is such a good idea in theory, and then, like, in reality, it's very convoluted yeah because i i know stuff's gonna get picked lower than it deserves to be and i don't like it or in your case higher higher <laughs> all right number eight pick pete's pick dream child Ooh. um all the way at number eight huh pete how many are uh, you have nine movies on your list right uh i didn't put I didn't put um, the remake because I didn't think we were going to talk about it. Oh, okay. So you had the other one then. That's fine. This is. I mean, a, I, I agree with. Where, I mean, this this only fell one spot off where I had it. It's two for I, me. All right, Pete. Go ahead. Your pick. Um, no, I just uh, this one. Though you know, had certainly its entertaining points. It felt very. Um, disconnected at times it was hard to follow a bit and uh it wasn't it wasn't the best written written storyline of uh 
of any of the movies that I watched. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't really have all that much to say about it. That's fine. Uh, I actually have a couple things I would like to say about it. It's got some of the best kills in the series. The Roach yeah, Motel, yeah, good kills. the Force Feeding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got good kills. The Roach but, Motel is probably one of my favorite. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, Roach Motel is actually one of my favorite kills. But I to, can't your, lie. to your point, Pete, it is, it's a forgettable movie. I couldn't tell you what the plot is. Like, and Fred, probably the worst, of, probably the worst of all the endings. Yeah, like Freddy's trying to take her baby. Like that's all I really remember. Like, yeah, I mean, like how, what, like I, I don't really, I, I couldn't tell you what he was doing. Forgettable is probably the most. It's probably the best way to describe this one. Yeah, I really like the comic book sequence with like Super Freddy. Like that's just a cool image, like him big and buff and the the black yeah. and white. Um, you get the Amanda Kruger insane asylum stuff in the beginning, which is creepy. Like it's very unsettling mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a forgettable flick, and it's the first one. It brings something to the series that has never happened before. Where um, one of my favorite characters in the series too, so I'm not mad about it. But like, Alice lives through two movies, unprecedented at this point. Yeah, it never happened before, and it hasn't happened after. Um. And this one for me is the the point where the franchise just kind of dropped off for me too. Like this was the starting point. Uh, there's not a whole lot after it. I mean, yeah, there's only three movies after. But well, I, I guess I'll get into it more when we're done the list. Yeah, that's but. fine. This was the one I, I think we might have talked touched on this a little before too. This is the one I always remember seeing on TV when I was a kid. There's always this. Really? Yeah. I, I, it, this one I, I didn't even come across until much later in my hmm. life. I wonder why that was. I wonder if it's more the tamer ones in regard. Like I never really thought about it that way, but it was. I remember seeing it on like, um, God, what the, it was Channel Fifty Seven. I don't remember what the call letters were at the time, but I remember like every summer, at least two times a summer, you'd see it on, like the middle of the afternoon. Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah I never. Yeah. I never stumbled across this on cable or anything. I could see where this one's pretty easy to edit for TV. Like, you know, like the Roach Motel, that's not a violent death. The comic book death. Right. It's all in black and white. Yep. The, uh, the force that kind feed, of thing. you can, like, edit that down. They actually did edit yeah. the force feeding down. There's a, I think there's a whole extended scene that's never even been released. It's on, like, Laserdisc or something with the force feeding. There's, like, more of her blowing up and, like, Freddy cutting her open and shoving shit in her and stuff. Hmm. Uh, the other thing that I was like so about this one, I was like, wait, are, I they never say until like cl- wait like at least three quarters of the way through the movie, you're like, are we supposed to think that this is the guy's child or that like Freddie somehow impregnated her? And then they're like, oh no, it's the guy's kid, like the boyfriend, dead boyfriend's I kid. I never really thought about that. Yeah, and I, I was I wasn't sure. I was like, because there was all the because it starts off with this like sex scene right yeah but you're but you're not but you're not but that's a dream sequence but is it is it like a dream sequence where she's having sex with some like freddy morph character yeah because doesn't she like go into the shower afterwards yeah but that's yeah that's all a dream sequence because then the the shower fills up and then she wakes up ah huh so yeah yeah, that's why i I, I was (laughs) confused i'm like is this supposed to be i was like is this supposed to be freddy's baby 
and then they're and then they they refer to it as being and then they're also talking about how it's like abnormal in size but then you you find out that he's like feeding it souls and shit of course um why wouldn't you? but but yeah i was just like i was like i kind of was going through it assuming that this was somehow freddie's child that he impregnated her in a dream but then they're just like oh no it's then it's called the, the dead dream boyfriend's child kid. huh yeah 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 I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's interesting. And the whole like kid, like probably could have been a better way to go. Oh, the kid, I, and like I'm not trying to to rip on like a little child actor, uh, who's like a grown man at this point. But like, ugh, so bad. The end where he's like fighting Freddy, the voice he's doing, and like, yeah, oh, it's rough. it's, oh, it's not rough. not very watchable. So this kid, it's the same little prick kid from Jurassic Park. That's like, yeah, that doesn't okay. look scary. Yeah, I never thought. Oh, same shit. Yeah, same, it is. Never put same that together. Prick. <laughs> Come well, here, Freddy. Um, it's more like, like a, a six foot turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Veg- Vegasaurus. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it sits lower on my list. I, I thought th- I thought that it was going to be low. I was hoping that this wasn't like. Low key, one of your guys' favorite movies. Nah, it's the no, middle of the but, pack uh, for me. Ah, uh, middle of the pack. But you, know, but like the one that I think will probably be next. Whoever votes next is, uh, I don't know. It's more nostalgic for me, I guess, because of when it came out. But we'll get into it. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never argue about. nostalgia. I always say that to people. It's like when we do these podcasts. Like this is not a definitive. These are the best. It's like uh, no, it's my opinion. It's my I opinion. find the next pick to be quite abysmal of a movie. Oh boy. Well, it's going to be sitting at number seven, so it can't be that abysmal. By default, though, too, because number nine is pretty much set Yeah, I mean, nine, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right, producer, light on us. Number seven, Freddy's pick. Yeah, Freddy's pick, excuse me. <laughs> Vinny's pick, Freddy's dead, the final nightmare. You go to hell. You go right to hell. Do not collect $200. <laughs> Quite abysmal. I can't. I, mean, I want to use a DQ, but I can't, and I should have took money in the bank. That's, That's tough, man. So I was... Very, I mean, like sweating that you were going to take money in the bank and I was going to lose this battle. No, because I thought I was going to be able to push this up way higher, um, lower, higher, lower. You said you're surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my briefcase right now, man. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah, I got two. I can't get behind this one. I mean, I watched it again last night. Thinking like I was like, oh, it's been a few years, and I, I wrote this one off a long time ago. After a few views, I'll give it a watch again, and I just I can't get behind it. Like the, I mean, it was when all, when Freddie like I think it's really cool that in the time period and culturally, like Freddie was all the rage that they got all these cameos in a horror movie, and that's like, this was a huge event. Like that's super cool, but it just watered down and ruined the whole thing and made it full-blown slapstick comedy yeah, which over the, i over don't the top. yeah i sure. don't want that out of but it works That's I, I i appreciate the the comedic elements that are worked in into a horror movie this was not a horror movie like i, I guess it had its gore but there was kills and everything but it was a slapstick comedy that could you imagine being brutally murdered while someone's throwing one-liners at you Come on, dude. That's the one-liners are great. We're gonna get into some um some of the best one-liners in the franchise, but in this one, it was just one-liners for the sake of being one-liners because it was cool earlier in the franchise, and then 
I mean, good God, like the whole I'm going to get you my pretty. I'm like, it just oh, makes me so like, fun. It makes me kind of gag. You're silly. You're a silly boy. I just love it. I love that it was a big event. I love thinking about when I was a kid and like seeing the commercials and be like, oh, he's finally going to die. Like, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? Uh, I do remember when a friend of mine saw it and told me how they did it being like, oh, they just blew him up. Oh, that's not as exciting as I thought it was. Yeah. Be. <laughs> I mean, the lead in like the, the many, many years we waited lead in into Freddy vs. Jason. Like that yeah. was. But like, I mean, the credit sequence, the in memoriam, like ah, the, uh, there's a lot. All right, to someone like t- wait. It. All right. So who's who's next pick again? Uh, Where are we at? You are up for number six, Pete. So, oh, if you, man. so if you money in the yeah, if you money in the bank, you would. Yeah, you I'm gonna it. money in the bank this. I didn't I'm know. money in the bank this. Okay. You, uh okay. I mean, if, if you do what I hope you're gonna do, I'm gonna I, money in the bank it because <laughs> I think that this should be one higher. Okay, and you're gonna put. All right, so we're I'm just flipping. I'm, right. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Freddy this, versus Jason here. That's where I yeah. That's okay, where I put there. All right. Because, I mean, I I can I can understand. I just don't. So this was my number eight. I, I really don't like this movie. That's a bummer. I, I got to get you into this somehow. There's got to be I watched some it last way. night. Like so, I just... all right, we're flipping then. So, we're flipping seven to Freddy versus Jason. Producer, we, you got this for your record keeping? I got it. I got which it. Which is exactly where I have Freddy versus Jason on my list. I have it at six. Pete, lay it on us. Uh, Freddy versus Jason, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun because it's just like, it's got double the kills. It's got, it's got, and it's got more gore. It's probably the goriest of all of these movies. Uh, but bad CGI. Gore. Yeah, it's that shitty. Bad gore. CGI gore, but but gore nonetheless. I mean, because actually, when you look at all the all these movies combined, they're not violent in in the in the midst of like tons of blood. You know, obviously there's the bed scene, but like you know, it's usually just him like slat, like you know, shoving the glove in someone, and there's some blood smeared around, but. Um, you know, for the sake of uh, more some more gruesome kills, this definitely like all the uh, certainly all the Jason kills uh, are pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually so in my rewatch, I made I made it through every movie except halfway through this one, but I've seen this one. You know, I this one I just remember being. I didn't look to see what year this came out. I'm going to say I was probably 16. Uh, the kind of like had to sneak into the theater. <laughs> Because uh, we were under under seventeen, uh, you know, probably had probably was with some girl or something at the time in high school. Uh, you know, just a good. I mean, it's a good popcorn flick for sure. Just oh, to yeah. see in a movie theater. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, it's not it's not a good movie. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> but it's but it's like it's it's full 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 on entertaining. Yeah. Plus, it has boobs. There's not not a oh, lot of these yeah. movies have not boobs. a lot of boobs in the Freddy franchise. Um, you know, uh, to quote Joe Bob, automatic half star deduction <laughs> when there's not boobs. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, um, the boobs in this are quite good too. <laughs> yeah, starts off with boobs yeah. like pretty much right away. Like I think they do full frontal with that chick, don't they? Nah, nah. No? They might. Yeah. You sure the chick that's like swimming in the lake? I think she gets out and they go. I think I think there's some, but there's like shadow. Mm, right, you know, shadow. there's shadow. Um, yeah. My first two notes for this are 
what you just said. It's dumb fun, but it does not hold up. It doesn't hold up at all, unfortunately. I, I enjoyed, and that's why I didn't, I want, this, this I didn't one... want this going above Freddy's Dead. Well, it, it should definitely be above Freddy's Dead, but it. I enjoyed this one as a child much more than I yeah. do, or a, a teenager or whatever, than I do now. Yeah, as, as not good as a movie it is, it's um, one of those things I'll I'll never forget, like, waiting forever. Like, the 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 build up inside a young Jeff, like for that Freddy versus Jason movie that I've been talking about since I was a kid. And then as like a, yeah, 17, 18 year old, whatever I was. And it's like, it's happening. It is like, I'll never forget that feeling. I saw it twice in the theater. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I liked it in the theater. Um, but yeah, it did not hold up obviously these days. And, uh, there's a couple of people in it that really vanished. Who I guess they were like banking on. Yeah. In what way? Uh, the main girl. Yeah, Monica Keenan. She, she was, was in she a was, lot of she things. Was whatever. Yeah. Was she, she? She was in a lot of like TV and like. I see her. I think she's uh, in like yeah. Lifetime movies. Was she in like stuff. Dawson's Creek or something? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. She was the drunk friend, right? That dies. But yeah, uh, she her. died. Dr- she drowned. Mm-hmm. Ginger snaps. Girl. Yeah. So Catherine Isabel, and she is the boobs in it. But it's not her boobs. It is a boob double. Oh, really? Yeah, the shower scene is not her. Because she refuses to do nudity. Oh, I broke a pen. So that was one of those things uh, very similar for me for um, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica being in uh, Halloween, Halloween Resurrection. Who, Dirk being, Benedict? Being a complete smut. And then Ginger Snaps Girl going to this and being like... Well, not not complete smug, but like. Well, not, she's not. She's just a drunk. Not the best. She's like a kind high, of person. She's a high school. Dr- she does have a weird thing going on where like. She was like the high school bad girl. That's like. But not really. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know where I want to go. She smoked this. her menthol cigarette. She was in a shitty relationship with the jock. Like it's. She was the high school bad girl. Sure. But she was like almost a tomboy. That's where I get confused. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah, I mean I don't I mean this isn't the worst for me getting money in the bank, this isn't the worst. It's just flopping spots and Yeah. So wait, so Pete, now I want to hear what is your what is your Well we have to we have to clarify here. So we're now making number eight. No, I'm sorry. Number seven. Number seven. He took my number seven. Freddy, and versus, Freddy Jason. versus Jason. And Freddy's Dead's going to number six, Pete? Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Lay, lay your Freddy's Dead. I mean, I gave my Freddy's Dead shit, so. So Freddy's Dead. Um, I was probably like seven, eight years old. And... Uh, was hanging out at a friend's house and he had an older brother who was watching this on TV and like on HBO or something unedited. And we were like playing in the corner and I'm just keep looking over. And at this point, like my brother had basically shown me like Halloween and scared the shit out of me and maybe one other thing. Other than I didn't know much else about horror movies. And I just see the first thing I first scene I saw of any nightmare on Elm street movie was this when he cuts the parachute 
and then pushes out the car to spikes. I love that scene. It's like and a he Wiley falls Coyote cartoon. I love it. And he and he falls onto the spikes, and uh, and then you know in this then in the scene where everyone's holding him, like the blood just comes. And I'm as I'm like as a kid, I don't at all see the comedy in it. I don't I, I don't even see that aspect of it. Like like you said, the Wiley Coyote aspect of it. I'm just like, what the f-? like, like it immediately scared the shit out of me. And then I'm like, and then I like had to like turn away but then i you know i kept looking back because you can't look away you know it's like um so yeah this i just remember this movie being scary because i saw it as a little i saw parts of it as a little kid playing in a friend's basement then later my mom found out that i saw it there i never saw that kid ever again i don't even even know what happened to him she might have killed him um uh but uh yeah so um Fun kills. I liked. Uh, I'm having a hard time <laughs> remembering parts of this movie because I just watched them all back to back. But yeah, um, it happened. it's it's. Um, I thought the, I I I liked the. I liked what all I felt like this had the most Freddy. So I liked that, regardless of it whether it was more comedic or not. But I felt like this had a ton of Freddy in it. Whereas a lot of the other ones, there was like, I felt there was way too much. How are we going to do this? Let's have another meeting in like the room and talk about our dreams. Yeah, there is a lot um, of meetings, huh? Yeah. Um, so I, I just thought, I just thought this one, it, it was, it would have been a satisfying end had this been the end. So that I, I also, I also considered that uh, I, yeah, while watching it. I, I don't know if it would have been satisfying, but I would have been okay with it. I would have been like, yeah, they, I mean, they pulled him out of the dream and they blew him up. That's that's what they did. Well, to be to to be fair, like being this the way that they ended it, they left it as there's almost no other way to bring it back except for the way that they did. Yeah, which I was totally into. So. I uh, like I said, I really like that credit scene, the whole in memoriam of and yeah, yeah, all the kills. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's that a was... good way to go out. They, yep. you know, the three D, they gimmicked it up. There was a, it was a popcorn I flick. Should, it was I an, about the three D. It was an event. It was something for people to get hyped up for and go drop. What was it? Probably five dollars to go to the movies at the time. You got your little three D glasses, and you you saw your Freddy movie, man. Theater experience will never be like it used to be. Never. I don't like this whole like picking your seat and it reclines and uh there's just something about I hope like, that the I'm sorry, go ahead. I hope I hope that the picking a seat thing goes away. Yeah, same. I don't like it. Even pre COVID, the one theater I go to was doing that. Oh and yeah, I'm like, that's like the standard now. Like it's it's a lot of them are like that. But it's, I'm like, do I need to, do I need to buy out the seats around me so no one sits near me? The the, the theater experience to me should be spontaneous. It should be mm-hmm. spontaneity. Like, let's go see a movie. Let's just show up and buy a ticket, and hopefully we'll get two seats next to each other. Hopefully, the movie we want to see won't be sold out. Um, you know, and the the like, I you know, people love technology and like the high tech theater and getting service to your seat and all that stuff. But like, that's not what I want. That's not what I remember. You know, I want the sticky floor. You know, it's gross. You want that yep. the dingy theater. It just there's something about it that it it 
enhances the experience. But at the same time, like you're not getting questionable movies in the theater. Like you're only getting big budget, well-made, maybe shitty stories, but well-made nonetheless. Like, you know, back when we were kids, at least you go to, a, you know, you see the commercial. Oh, this, this is coming out. We got to go see it. And you go in there like, how did they even let this get made? <laughs> Yeah, and it's in a theater, nonetheless. Like, how? How did this happen? I miss those days. All right, where does that put us? That puts us at number five. And you had the pick, right? That is me. Yes. All right, Jeff's number five pick: the new nightmare. Exactly where I had it. The new nightmare for me, sitting at number five here. I had it at number eight originally. Really? And not for any bad reasons. The biggest reason is it doesn't feel like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's kind of its own thing. Uh, it doesn't feel anything like the rest. I love the super meta stuff, the Wes Craven, you know, precursor first, to Scream. When he first becomes, like, he puts self-aware in the movies. Yeah. I mean, this I one that. felt like, I mean, I got really, and I, I still kind of get really wrapped up into what he was going for. So, like, in tone and the way Freddy looks and everything, it's not really a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but yeah. it feels like from the outside, like I, I get wrapped up in like the cast of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. This is how they would see it kind of thing. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, you're looking at it like, on a it's deeper. Like, it's like fringe. Like, yeah. And like just even viewing it today, that's how I see it. Yeah, and, it just feels so outside the box that it doesn't, compute to me as a nightmare movie and like you just said the gestapo freddy look just doesn't work for me i love that look i don't like it at all as, i love i love as, the makeup i love the, the the look of the face but the i like the green the, trench coat the pants and the big boots i don't get into it um i dig it especially the green trench coat I mean, I'm, the trench I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start rocking a green trench coat all right um <laughs> but uh yeah, I like this one a lot. It's mainly because of the whole... It changes things up. It For me, because I, I... Even though I wasn't, like, watching these movies in order as they were coming out as of my age, I saw them pretty much in order. I think uh, maybe Dream Child and, like, Part 4 got mixed up when I was watching them, but... Uh, New Nightmare was the last one I saw before... Freddy vs. Jason, and it was like a refresher, and I like that. Pete, any thoughts on this one? Where to fall for you? Uh, I like this one a lot. For me, it was uh, number three. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's up there. All right. Um,. I just, I, I, I just like that it was, like I w- was mentioning with how they ended, um, Freddy's Dead. This was like, it seemed like the most appropriate way to bring it back, as it being like some meta kind of, um, is it a movie? Is it not a movie? Is he back? Kind of thing with the original actress and everything. So, I thought, I thought that that. Uh, I like that uh, aspect of of it, and um, uh, the kid uh, was creepy. Uh, 
otherwise uh, seen as the kid that stands up in kindergarten cop and says, uh, <laughs> boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. <laughs> same kid. And I think the same I think he, it was the same year. Even doesn't he do the uh, maybe it's a tumor as well? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> maybe it's a tumor. <laughs> Yeah, he's like one of the only kids that talks in that class. Yeah, so. that that kid is like, oh, he's a pet cemetery. He's in this. Yeah, I looked him up while I was watching the movie last night, and like he did a ton of stuff as like a little kid, mm-hmm. and then and then he probably went through some sort of like Macaulay Culkin freakout, and then all he's done is like episodes of like Law and Order and NCIS wow. ever since he grew up. Just but as an um, adult, I can't picture him as an adult. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I, I like the uh, the the new glove was cool, uh, with the kind of like it was almost like the glove was formed to his hand. Yeah, thought like that was cool. You get like the veins going into it. I did like that. Um, uh, I'd be remiss if I, I didn't mention the Hell World too. His his Hell World is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. A lot of these movies, uh, I think what I really dig about them is that they do a gr- good job of making you feel like you're in a dream. Like, you know, how whenever you, whenever you dream, it's always weird and it's always just a, it's always like reality, but off. And that's how that's how most of the dream sequences in all these movies it's reality, but just off where, so, you know, it's right when they wake up and they don't know they're dreaming and then they realize it. Right. Of course. So I think that's, that's well done throughout the entire series. And, uh, and always that, that kind of snap of, uh, I mean, we've all, you know, it's, it's always, always in the, like they, they were sitting on the couch and they weren't meaning to fall asleep, but they fall asleep. Um, and we've all woken up on the couch when we didn't mean to fall asleep. So every um, of all the life. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so I'd be so dead. Yep. Yeah, they always do do a very good job of that. You're right. You almost underestimate it because it's like the whole point of the movies. But you always do get like thrown <laughs> off. Like what what happened? How'd they get what? Huh? Yeah, so there's a lot of that going on. Um, so that's about all I have to say about that movie. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. I'm surprised. Uh, you know what? Okay. The one other thing is that I wasn't expecting to kill off the husband like right in the beginning of the movie. I so I that was almost predictable to me. That was the one thing that bike kill. It's awesome, awesome but I don't know. It felt like <sighs> the setup is there for him to die so quick yeah. and it's like yeah i saw that coming and i, I love how he was like the effects guy it's, it's yeah the whole like <clears throat> kind of like movie inside baseball thing going along with a freddy movie I, mm. I love all that shit yeah like i said i like the movie it's not that it's a bad movie i, I like it a lot it's actually a really good movie uh it just falls that like it was my eight because it just it just doesn't feel like any of the other ones at all um but yeah, I think it struggled in the end for sure. The um, the very end, like the 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 finale of the movie, 
is confusing to me a little bit. Just the, that meta thing goes into a point where I'm like, I'm lost at this point. When she's reading yeah. him the script, like that, she was reading the kid, and it's like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Then I'm like lost, but but that's the point, I guess. Well, I mean, right? and he just gets wild with the whole idea. I think uh, Wes Craven. Well, when they're like reading the script to each other, yeah, like they're just talking, and it's like, yeah, it's, he he. Look, that was like his experiment, and then he perfected it with Scream. So he yeah, knew you what know he was what? Doing. And then that's the other thing, like. That Wes Craven was gone for all of these movies we're talking about. And then he comes back to do, like, the super weird meta version of it. And that's his return. Like, you know, like, t- today he would come back and do, like, the thing where, like, oh, I'm going to ignore everything and do, like, a direct sequel or something. Like, you know? But, like, the whole approach was so different. Yeah. Yeah, outside the box, for sure. Especially during a big... This is a big age of sequels. I mean, we're still in a big age of... Well, we're more in an age of remakes, but yeah, remakes. this is a big age of sequels. And they're like, nah, we're not going to do another sequel. We're just going to go completely different and bring back the crew from the first one. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That was what, five? Five. Wow, okay. Cool. I'm uh, I'm off the board till one, boys, so it's the Vinny and uh, I feel like mine's a little bit interesting here, just the way it falls. All right. Numerically. Way to give it away. <laughs> uh, Vinny's number four pick: Nightmare on Elm Street Four, Dream Master. Wow, I'm a uh, what? Yeah, you know how I feel about this one. Higher? This is my number two. Okay, I love this. Well, one. Well, you know how I feel about a certain other movie. Yeah. So, well, you started off. It's your pick. I'm sorry. So, this one. Uh, I don't know how to do it without ruining. I mean, it doesn't matter because I only have so many picks left. But yeah. I see this going completely hand in hand, like part B to A of Dream Warriors. And I love both these movies so much mm. going together, like the perfect Nightmare on Elm Street double feature. The gang's all back, although it doesn't last very long. <laughs> sure, it does not. But um, the whole the whole premise of the the kids having their powers and everything it's uh it's fantastic it, 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 it follows in line with the comedic elements starting to be introduced in dream warriors and then going kind of full-fledged in this one but not to the degree where it's silly like in um freddy's dead i love all the comedic stuff with freddy in this one i love the kills i love the kids like all, all the characters are uh like lovable and like not you know you don't hate them like in some slashers it's just it's a great one-two punch with dream warriors i agree i agree 100 percent um like i was saying earlier like alice surviving uh the dream child and the dream master this is actually the movie where it is basically laid down that like if you made it through a movie don't expect to get through the next one because in uh, well, spoiler, I guess. And if people do, we have to. Yeah, do we have to call it spoilers? Well, not not for the Nightmare Elm Street. Yeah. So you know, in a uh, Nightmare Three, the Dream Warriors, Langenkamp, dead. Saxon, dead. This one, you got your survivors from the Warriors, Kincaid, um, the other kid, I can't remember his name. They're dead within like the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. Like, so the the precedent is set. Like, if you made it through one movie, congratulations, you're not making it through the next one. <laughs> 
Um, I love the rock video look of it. There, yeah, yeah. There's something about this movie, the 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 way it's shot and just done. It's not like any of the other ones in a in, in a really good way. It, it's almost like, um, it's almost not. I, I don't want to say not a movie, but the way it's shot, it's just really different for the Nightmare on Elm Street series, especially coming off of them first three. Um, well, it's like they were starting so. Dream Child is like probably the darkest and grittiest of them all, the way it's shot. Yeah, and this was like sort of approaching that, like getting close to that, but still having the rock, the rock video element, but like kind of like a hybrid. Yeah, I mean, it's just the the way. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. Um, also, I think this movie. Not sorry to cut you off. No, again, you're good. Um, is off the top of my head the only movie I can think of where. I discovered a song in a movie and completely fell in love with it. Yeah. I mean, that happened a lot for me, but I, I get what you're saying because it's a it's a focal point of the movie. <laughs> Pete, you know what we're talking about? What's that? Do you know what song we're talking about? Like falling in love with it because of a movie in this one? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That drama rama, drama rama, live at the China Club. <laughs> Good record. Go listen to it. It's on Spotify. Um, I listen to it all too often. It's just. It, there's something about it coming off of the Dream Warriors where I don't know if the gap in time is so big because probably not or just the filming technology but like Dream Warriors to Dream Master they it almost looks like two completely different worlds of, of film it, it looks like the Dream Master could have been shot 10 years later that's a good um, thing by the way I don't know if I noticed that. Really? Go like, back. Like, like as far as like quality and like Christmas, you mean? Yeah, as far as like just quality of of the filming, quality of the acting. Huh. I, I guess. Like, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, for where I played it, I still think Dream Warriors is better. Well, yeah, it's the best one, bar none. But I'm just saying, in terms of the quality of production, even though they probably got less money considering they had to do an invisible karate fight. <laughs> but like, you know, it just it just looks I don't know, it's not about it looks like it happened ten years after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um I forget if it's on the it must be on the What's the name of that big um docuseries that chronicled every single Nightmare never Nightmare sleep again yeah never sleep again love that I, I wish i had time to watch that I, I probably should have watched that instead of rewatching these movies so i can talk more about behind the scenes stuff but the uh i don't know the actor's name you probably do the 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 fat kid that goes from kincaid yeah 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 i don't so, know his actor name but i mean that's um, his name in the movie how he was telling he's like oh yeah i saw all my friends when you go to see dream master Make sure you got your popcorn. And you're sitting down because I'm going after like 15 minutes. Um, he's probably the most crushing one to see die in the whole franchise. Yeah, especially because he's like the hero at the end of Dream Warriors. Yeah, like he's, he's, all, he's so good in this. I don't. Why can so the guy from the Dream Warriors who can't talk? Why can he talk again in this one? 
They don't really address that. It just happens. <laughs> he talks at the end of Dream Warriors. Does he? I don't remember. Yeah, he he's like it's not like he can't. It's that like he won't. What do you say at the end of Dream Warriors? Oh, like, he just talks. Oh, okay, so it's not like, like he all like... of a sudden talks. Like yeah, he was just like shy or some shit, no. or afraid to talk or something. Well, after that nurse experience, yeah, I'd be a little shy too. About <laughs> to bang this Playboy playmate, and then man, so much spank material as an adolescent until it's not anymore. Oh, I yelled at. Oh, he gives that playmate that. the. Uh, he gives her like the Angela eyes. <sighs> I got yelled at for watching that so hard. I think I told that. Yeah, story. I think he told me that. Story. <laughs> well, Pete, Pete, what do you think about yeah, this? Yeah, I keep. It's hard when you're not here, so you can't just give you the eye contact. I feel. I'm sorry. We have to no, keep, it's, like calling. It's you. fine. Um, definitely negative points for me that they couldn't get Patricia Arquette to come back. Uh, but, yeah, that was. I forgot. Dude, mentioning that. So um, can we talk about that for a second? Was it a? It was a money thing, right? Or I think scheduling it, conflict. There, people also think it was Christian Slater was like, "Fuck that! You're not doing that movie." And I love Christian Slater, and I don't want to believe that. <laughs> I've never heard. I don't that know. Movie. Yeah, because they, they had just started dating. Like was, they were was, like the big Hollywood a, couple. I thought they mentioned it in the. Um, in the docu series, I, th- I thought it was, it was just all money. Like, what made the studio wrong? Like, they they basically offered her shit to come back, and she was like, mm-hmm. "Nah, like I'm not gonna do that." Well, had she done anything before? No, that was her Dream first Warriors? movie, Dream Warriors. I mean, look, Tuesday night went on to do a lot of great things. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they. <laughs> I feel like crickets. <laughs> I feel like they. Um, like as you've been talking about the the girl that makes made it through two movies, I feel like the only reason that they killed her off might have been because it wasn't Patricia Arquette. Right, just a just. A and they're like, we don't want people. <laughs> and they're like, we don't want. I just feel like they're like, we don't want to. Like, if we don't kill this girl off, people are going to keep talking about how it's a different actress. Yeah, well, I mean, she was once. Ar- I'm, I'm just saying it could have been a reason when yeah. they were when they're writing oh, for the story. sure. But like once Arquette doesn't agree to come back i think you're automatically going all right well we're getting a new heroine and this girl's dying right yeah yeah because um what was the girl's name who was the heroine of this one uh lisa wilcox that's alice alice uh so i liked her i liked the Love her. i like the favorite character in the series i like the the plot point of um her as even though that she's leading people into their death, she's absorbing their powers. I thought that was, you know, a good, uh, good little thing to put in there. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Like I said, it's um, with her brother and his invisible karate. You know, she ties that that thing around her head, and she's doing the. Karate, Why does every the karate every one of these movies has has like a karate guy person? Cause that's the shit, man. People love karate. I think it was just it was just eight. It was the eighties. They're like, well, someone has to do karate. Yeah, probably. Someone has to have like a switchblade. Someone has to wear a leather jacket, and someone needs yeah. to do karate. And it was like bad karate too. Like it wasn't like he was good at it. It was like such a like, hey man, can you just pretend you know karate and go flail around on on camera for us? And he was yeah. just like, yeah, for sure. Hello, baby. <laughs> so I do want to say, of all the, I mean, I guess it makes sense with 
because they just had to like get the bones. I know this is like going into the end of Dream Warriors, but into this one. Um, so obviously they wanted to bury it right away. But in my mind, I'm like, they still. I know he put holy water and shit in the grave, but he just buried him in a, in a graveyard, like or in a junkyard. junkyard like yeah. when she says hollowed ground, you'd think that he'd need to bring him the bones to like a church or something to be a little bit more safe. This series, I mean, no, it's funny you bring I'm that think, up. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a little then, bit too into it, but uh, unless they were already like thinking ahead, coming back. Well, I guess coming back in the grounds of a church would be pretty badass too. But but him coming back from the grounds of a junkyard was pretty badass. Well, I, I was gonna say yeah. you, you brought that up, and it, it almost brings up the point, which is like a podcast into itself, unto itself. Like the series is pretty confused when it comes to Freddy and religion. Right. Is he a demon? Right. Is he, what is he? There's what never is a real explanation. You don't yeah. understand in, in re- relation to his mother being a nun. Like, yeah, would it have been easy just to be like, oh, let's get this motherfucker to a church and, and light him up. We'll be good. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, gray area there. Like, or because his mother's a nun, does religion not affect him? Like, there's a lot they could have went and, you know. Maybe this is stuff they would explore in the next remake. Maybe. You know, like... um. Not to go back to Freddy's Dead, but you know he made a deal with demons. But you know, at no other point in the series do you encounter demons. So who are like? There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot with with satanic and religion kind of themes that they don't even get into. Maybe they were just scared. Maybe they're like, it's the '90s. Can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's up? You. It is no. It's Pete. Pete again. No, I, I just went and put. Yeah, he had. Vinny had. Where are we at? Three. We're at number we're at three. three. I put yeah. part four at four. Yep. So uh, now it is Pete at number three, and he's doing Nightmare on Elm Street two Revenge. Ooh, that's where I had it. I had it at four. Dude, it is so much better than that. Dude, I have mastered it too. You know that I just told you. Freddy's. Revenge. I had it. I had it lower than this. Where'd you have it? Like six. Peter. Whoa. This movie is so good. All right. Well, do, do your part. Yeah, do you. And we'll get in us. In my opinion, the the only uh, good thing about this. There's two good things about this movie. The pool scene. That was fun. Amazing. Yes. And then and then him dancing in his room and bumping the drawer shut with his butt. That's the only two good things. You know, yeah. You know, like the, this the, movie. The I, I think this movie is pretty. I think this movie is pretty terrible and unwatchable wow. really wow that yeah. is shocking that is shocking i love this movie go ahead why do you love it let us know i don't i don't need to talk anymore about it so um you, you i think this is well it, it, it is definitely the birth of the comedic freddy but i think in the this is the best freddy we got on screen because it's just the start of the comedic with also having the elements of the really dark and scary from the original. Um, all the stuff that's ha- that happened in this movie and that has been talked about, like all like the, I guess you would call it f- uh, folklore for lack of, uh, lack of a better term, with all the, the gay overtones, like it's there and it just makes it more fun. It's wonderful and, now. It makes it more yeah. fun and enjoyable for me. Um, 
the kills, well, the pool scenes that Pete brought up, like, is unbelievable. Some of the best Freddie one-liners, like, you're all my children now. And then that random pole that's shooting out fire for some reason, and <laughs> Freddie's, like, standing next to it. Like, like, it was, like, a weird, sweaty Freddie. But, like, he's got his, the knives up. Um, just the one-liners, like, the, you've got the brawn, I've got the brains. Like, it's so good. And then single-handedly like i guess it's one of the most controversial scenes but probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire franchise is when jesse goes to his best friend's uh house and to sleep in his bedroom when he's about to hook up with a girl but like so all that like ridiculousness aside when freddie takes him over and comes out of his torso and walks out unbelievable the practical effects is awesome yeah. Uh, the, the Freddy's eye in his mouth is so cool, and then just the uh, it's a very simple scene, but when, like when he's looking in the mirror and waving and doing that Freddy laugh, like for, for I think what was the first time. Um, there is nothing about this movie that I think is bad. Like the the ridiculous gym teacher stuff with the S and M bar, <laughs> yeah. and then the ass whooping in the shower. It, it's all like it's silly and ridiculous, but I love. Every minute of it. This movie to me is a fine wine, and it only gets better every yeah. time I watch it. There's yeah. always something I'm finding that is making me like pop. Um, whether I'm laughing or like, it makes you think, because like, th- you know about the, the the gay overtone undertones, and and you think a little more. Like uh, the scene. I guess it's in Jesse's dream and Freddie's kind of like feeling on his face and you see the claw kind of going a little into it. It's running his lip and it's like almost yeah. in his mouth and you're like, Oh shit. I never even noticed that. Yep. stuff like that. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's one of the, the darker Freddies you get, which is cool because you know, after this he's, he's a jokester. Um, I love Mark Patton's performance in this. I think the what first only male scream queen like it's yeah it's amazing yeah. It, it works um and like yeah i didn't see this when it came out i didn't wasn't there for it back in whatever 88 when it came out but i see it now well i have to be honest this is the first of the series that i saw very very first. very young yeah so this is the very and last it, and it scared the crap out of me this is the very last one i saw and it wasn't until i was in my 20s so you made me watch it, as a matter of fact, because yeah. this is one I refused to watch because I just always heard it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, and I got to say, being a kid, when I used to go to like uh, department stores and stuff, and I'd go into like the electronics section and the VHSs were there, this was always the cover that intrigued me the most. It's him hugging, hugging the, the girl, girl. and yeah. in the mirror of the claw. Because uh, I was always like, well, this isn't. What like I don't know, and it, it's not about the art too. It's just, it's very the cool. art's really cool. Yeah, man. and this one, like I I don't I wouldn't want it explored any further in the franchise. But this is the only one where it's like Freddy's trying to take over somebody's right. Body he's trying to have, possess somebody. Uh, yeah, right. Possess somebody. Um, I also I, I wouldn't want to see any more of that, but I appreciate it being done in this one. Yeah, I think I think I said this before too. Like. It, they didn't know what to do with the character at this point, right? Like they had this hit movie, this low key hit. They didn't know they were going to have. And now it's like, well, we got to exploit it. We got to make a sequel. Well, how do we do that? Um, I love clue Gallagher in this movie as the dad. 
Yeah, uh, I was yeah. gonna bring him up. He's like so like I mean, I feel like all eighties dads were portrayed as this, but he was like so on the nose, like, hey, you can't be, can't be doing that. What are you what are you on drugs? And like this is awesome. Uh Clue Gallagher, he's such a good getting actor. cut by the bird. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Go uh him in Return of the Living Dead too. Such uh, oh god. One of my favorites of all time. If you're on drugs, you better tell me right now. <laughs> but the dance, the dance is hilarious. Like, <laughs> like clean your room. <laughs> Sunglasses on. Snap the fingers. Yep. Here comes the musical montage. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know who they were like. Who they made the movie for? Vinny. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Well, because. You make that first one. It's a low-budget horror movie, right? Yeah. So now you make the sequel. Like, who are you making it for? Well, You're... I mean, I guess for the teenage audience, but that wouldn't work because it's a male lead. Right. And ever, you know, kids want the female lead. I don't know. I don't know. It, look, it didn't work until 10 years ago, and now it's one of the, the hottest uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies out there. And... You know, Mark Patton, that dude finally getting his due. Um, probably, it, it, and like, if you've ever seen that documentary, I mean, it, it fucked his life up. Yeah, Pete, did you see that documentary? No. Nah. So, the guy that played Jesse, like, this this essentially completely ruined his career, almost ruined his life, like, because just the time period, and there was a bunch of stuff with, like, interviews with, uh, uh, what's his name, the, the producer... Um, and all, all like the gay shaming, like it, it ruined his career and almost his life. And now, like, but nothing gay actually happened in the movie. It's all well, it's just undertones. There, yeah. Like it, it's pretty heavy undertones. But like, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't so know as a kid, obviously. But now, as an adult, and knowing our producer, I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of gay, gay uh, undertones here. So you were talking about He's the. Not paying attention. I'm paying attention when <laughs> when. You're, so the the whole thing that was also weird though, so you said that he goes to his best friend's house. There's like a like they're not even friend kind of thing relationship between those two. Oh, they hate each other in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even like they it's become like best he goes buds. To, yeah. After um, after the little short shorts like skirmish in the field where they're wrestling around, uh, and there's some man, then there's man ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do have to say, as, as I mentioned, so Sunday. When I came back from Connecticut, I was wicked hungover and went one and one and two in a row. And I might have just not been in a good mood. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm first, very shocked. You this was you the like first time I'd ever seen two. I mean, look, I got I'd it. seen I had seen one, uh, you know, a million times. I've seen Dream Warriors a million times, but I somehow I never saw two. So, yeah, so, I, mean, I was the same way. I didn't see two until Vinny. Legit, like early on in our friendship, was like it's mandatory you watch this, and I I always just heard bad things, and I think I watched it and I was kind of like, not as bad as I expected, and then I just it has slowly grown on me over the last ten years or so, and I love it now, and it just there, there's something about it. There's like a charm or something. The uh, I love the music. Um, I love. How they use this like in different parts the uh they kinda of took it from the first one, but like the I don't know how to do it with my voice, like the ding ding 
like when <laughs> things happen. You know what I'm talking about? Like where they use like the, the yeah. song. You know what I'm talking about, Pete? Like the uh huh. It's like when dramatic moments happen. They, uh-huh. they use like the sound effect that's like a play on the Freddy Krueger song. Like, um. Oh yeah, and, I know and, you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And that um, damn it, that pool party scene is so fun. Like it's it is really a great. pool party like, it, that it, I it, insist it just, would never it, happen in it, real life. It just like breaks out of nowhere. The parents are like, "What the hell are those kids doing <laughs> down there?" And they have a full out rager while the parents are sleeping. And then when Freddy comes in and just wreaks havoc, and there's bodies flying everywhere and fire coming out of nowhere, um, it's it's great stuff. The pool's boiling. It's just, I love it. You know what's weird though? The pool the pool boils, but then like when it stops boiling, they pull the people out. Yeah, they're only slightly burned. I got a nice oh, and that um, it's kind of like an iconic image where like they show Freddy's face like we've never seen before, before or since with like that that gnarly where his teeth are all fucked up and you know, you know what I'm about uh-huh. like, in the fire. Like we've never even seen that image. Of well, Freddy. you know what else you don't see after this? Them, them hellhounds. Yeah, the hellhounds. Yeah, they're yeah. cool as shit. Yeah. But yeah, they just vanish after this. What just happened? Uh, home run. McCutcheon? Yep. Yep. All right. Still down a run. Sports, people. Sports, they happen. Jeff said I can't talk about it anymore. No, look, I love sports. But when the 76ers playoffs start. Oh, we're going to be going nuts, yeah. I'm sure. If we're recording during a Sixers game, I apologize in advance because I love Sixers playoffs. Um, yeah, it's just in terms of sequels, it's a bizarre one. It really is. I mean, you look at all the other ones. Friday 13th Part 2. Makes sense. Continuation. Well, I guess, well, yes and no. Jason is magically like 25 years old all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> Halloween 2, just continuation of the first one. Like, you look at the big franchises, and I don't think I'll, any of them have a, a sequel that's as off base from the first one as this. Yeah, well, but- Jesse's also not in the first one. Nobody's right? in the first one, yeah. Well, uh, I think they make a pretty good reference to the first one with the house being across the street. Well, it's just the house. That's it. The, yeah. the house is what connects everything. Yeah. That house on Elm Street. Um, The opening bus sequence. There's just nothing about this movie I dislike. It's very good. It's very good. Like it's I said, every time I watch it, it just gets a little I, I watch this one a lot. All right. Just, just the montage, the dancing montage. Yeah, that's it. He just rewinds it. Well, yeah, for the song. <laughs> Touch me, hold me, love me. You're welcome. I, I, I'll never close a drawer the same way again. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'm, that's I just only, how you got to do I it. only ass shut doors <laughs> all the time. When we were buying furniture for the new house, I was like, "Well, I got to make sure the drawer closes right." So I got to check out my ass to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was there. I went with the salesman. I was like, "Do you have a, a cork gun on you? <laughs> I got to make sure this thing is good, good to go." Is that so- is that song the closing sequence? It's gonna be now. <laughs> uh, I thought okay, yeah. I thought no, anything, no. I thought anything, I'm, I'm anything just, was gonna be. Oh no no I'm just maybe we'll do like a mid show intermission and just stick anything in anything in there. Maybe we'll just do karaoke anything anything at the we'll end of the show. Or we can just each sing our own song and we'll close it out that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where are we at here? Me number two. Number two, Vinny's pick, a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh <laughs> shocking. I <had> no idea. <laughs> we had no idea the way these top two were gonna go. All right, I think so, uh, this this might uh, uh, go ahead. This movie 
I will say with no hesitation is a horror movie masterpiece. Yes, sir. Wes Craven was so on his game for this one. It was such a brilliant new um just completely undone concept with during the slasher craze of instead of a slasher like the slasher's there but going after you in your dreams um is it's dark it's gritty it's mean um instead of the mask like with Jason and Michael you have a, a scarred ugly scary figure it's 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 so good on on every single level um i think we talked about the last time we talked about this franchise you said you didn't see any comedic elements in this it was just all this to me is scare it's just mean and scary yeah i think it had just like the little bit of comedic that made it almost like more scary because like the whole point of freddy krueger was he's just fucking with you before he's gonna kill you um unfortunately I don't have examples right off the top of my head in his well, kills or anything. He does, but, I, I get what you're saying, but he doesn't do anything funny. Yeah, it's not funny, but he's just like toying with his victims. Right, exactly. In like the best kind of way. Um, it, just for how groundbreaking this was for the horror genre, uh, makes it a masterpiece and makes Wes Craven one of the masters. Johnny Depp getting his kick. Yeah, kickstart. His, his first first film this the is, tina stuff is my favorite yeah so that that's where i was going actually my the, the very first horror movie i've ever seen in my life this movie will always hold a special place i own the og media vhs copy of it like that this is one that is always near and dear to my heart the tina stuff to me is some of the most underrated shit in horror like that kill scene is brutal and the way they had to, like, the behind the scenes. How oh, yeah. To, to, to make the room and spin it and all that that crazy nonsense. And she got, like, the actress, um, I don't know her name, uh, unfortunately, but she got fucked up and all that. Like, Oh, did she? I didn't even know that. I mean, like, not, like, seriously injured, but she got banged up. Oh, I'm sure. It's room, room spinning around. But it's, it's, it's so shocking for the time. Like, I, and I'm not talking, like, hills have eyes, like, Last House on the Left, shocking because those are like underground movies. This was like a mainstream studio movie, and it was like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna tear some girl up on the ceiling mm-hmm. and just have blood shooting everywhere. Well, what, what's the boyfriend's name? Rod? Is it Rod? Um, I think it's Rod. I could be wrong, but he's like that. in his tidy whities just like freaking out, screaming. Yeah. And then Tina Part Two, uh, the whole body bag in the school sequence oh, in the hallways, yeah, super creepy. Yeah, and this is like I said, this is the first shit I saw as like a three, four year old child. The hall pass thing scared the crap out of me. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't say enough about this movie. I would hope everyone listening already knows enough about it. But Pete, what do you think? Uh, just absolute classic. Uh. I can't imagine uh, like seeing this in the theater back in the back in it was 82, right? I know. Like 
That would have been something. That, that's like one, like everyone's first reaction to the, to to one see, like 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 if uh, previews weren't like they are now back then. You know, so little. So like people are only gonna go see it that like want to see a horror movie, and seeing this in the theater must have been just fucking insane yeah i mean that that johnny depp kill like that's never been done before during this time period where someone's body gets sucked into a bed and just shoots out a crazy amount of blood like yeah they weren't so um folks back then weren't so i'm gonna use the word pessimistic but it's not the right word i don't know what i'm looking for but like when you saw an effect back then you were like how the fuck did they do that now we're just like uh computer yeah whatever but back then you were just whoa whoa how like like Savini always says like it's a magic trick. Yep. I um, wish I wish we yeah. we had that. I wish we had that um, illusion still because now it's so it's so easy it's to be computerized. Yeah, and just you like, do it on uh, your iPhone. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, like the the reveal of Freddy. Just you know, because like you know, before you actually see him, you just see like these flashes of him like you know, running by when she's in the hallway or whatever, or walking through the boiler room, you see like a flash of the sweater or you see the glove. And, uh, and then it's not until like, it's like that long shot where like, you see it just like kind of like the outline of his body before even you see all of them. And like, that's like the iconic shot. Right. Yeah. And it's just like like doing that lean. Yeah. That's just like terrifying. And they pulled the, um, uh kind of like the the psycho um trick on people that we- that Wes Craven then pulled again in Scream which is they open with this girl that you think is going to be the main character and she's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, a, um, she was a big deal in the 80s. Yeah. So that was that was cool and and, and like you said like that kill sequence you're like wait this girl that like you know, like the movie opens up on like is in like you think is the main character for the first like 10 15 minutes oh wait no she's dead um so yeah just uh pretty perfect uh opening like of a movie to to come out to compete with you know the other slashers yeah. of the time and and then like the franchise like from this point on like morphed into something completely different but what a great starting point where oh yeah i mean changing this into something alone. else it all makes like it's not it's not a complete you know 180 yeah. but it's a, it's a transformation but it all makes sense makes sense from this being the jumping off point also yeah, the, the home alone element with heather yeah the, the um, traps and stuff yeah 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 so cool. yeah i mean the battle um, we're, we're completely overlooking the bathtub scene Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh yeah, the glove, glove coming like, out, was... pulling her down. Yep. And, oh, that's wild. That's wild stuff. That's, yeah. To this day, it's wild stuff to watch. Uh, uh, this the two things that I love that this series is filled with: uh, day drinking alcoholic parents, <laughs> and and uh, and just like every every medicine cabinet has caffeine pills. I've never taken a caffeine pill in my life. <laughs> I if I. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Nor have I really ever seen them other than in these movies oh, and dude. Like on shelves. I the guess. best the best caffeine pills when I was a kid, they had a little bumblebee on them. I don't even remember what they were called, but they had a bumblebee. That was that was a oh, sign. <laughs> That's the good why shit. Why do you there was do def- a nice 
little bit of cocaine. Because you could go into the local <laughs> CVS and buy yeah, some. Not, not even once in this whole franchise do you see people doing coke to stay up. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. I never, never thought about that. Like that could just solve this whole. Everybody's yeah. everybody's problem. That, or, movie, or, or meth. This movie would meth have been a half hour up. Twilight Zone episode. People stay up for like two weeks straight on meth. <laughs> I don't think they had meth back then. I think it was still pretty new and nobody knew about it. Well, right. the remake could have had some meth. Yeah. Well, you know what they could do yeah. now with a with another remake? Uh, they could use like the opioid crisis and everyone just keeps nodding out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's actually what's happening to people. Yeah, There's yeah. actually Freddy's Freddy. Getting there are no ODs. <laughs> it's just Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The, the the by the by this last uh by by the time I was just watching Freddy vs Jason, and like and what's great is that they they always have caffeine pills in every medicine cabinet, but it's always a different brand. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. One of those little things you notice. Was that a thing uh, about these in, movies in the eighties and this time period? Like, did households it may have, have caffeine pills? I don't know. It may have been like it may have been like more of a prevalent thing when like being a housewife was more right normal. Yeah, I get you. Like mother, like little versus like everyone kind of deal versus everyone working and like because I know that I know that my uh, my grandma definitely took amphetamines like speed that she oh, prescribed yeah. by a doctor. Yeah, it was it was a thing. I know I have some stories myself, but um, yeah. The uh, um, the other thing that I really <laughs> this movie it gives me nostalgia for now you're bringing that up is when Depp has the little TV and he puts it on his lap while he's laying in bed. Yeah, that was the shit when you were a kid. If someone had like the little TV and you were like having a sleepover, it's like oh yeah, we'll watch a uh, fucking PBS all night because it's the only channel I get. You pull the little like ten inch TV up on the bed and you slap it there. Like that doesn't happen anymore. That's not a thing. Now everyone's like, yeah, I got the, the the 70 inches in the living room and I got a 40 inch in my bedroom. Like the box TV also, is dead and buried. He also just tells his mom that he's watching Miss Nude America. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, okay. Oh, all right, Johnny Depp. And, he, and, and she's like, well, how are you going to hear their speech? Because then he's plugged into his record player. And he's like, I don't need to hear what they're saying. Oh, boy. The sex laying the sexism on heavy on that, John. Uh, John um, Johnny Depp. <laughs> all right, so on everyone on everyone's list was this number two? No, my uh, that's my number three. My, okay, it's number two for Vinny because he's going to go but, get a beer. But is everyone is everyone's number one? What's about to be number one? Well, it has to. Be. This might be a this might be a first. No, I don't think so. Is it a first? A first. A, a first where there's been three people on where all of ours are number the same number one. Oh, I don't know. Because 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 what you're about to say is my number one. Is this the first time three people have been on and all had the same number one? No, because I think when we drafted for Quentin Tarantino, we all had Pulp Fiction. I think at number one, didn't we? We all had Pulp Fiction at number one. So. I think so. No, I didn't. Oh, you no. didn't? Okay, well, way to fuck it up. Yeah, I think this is so. A first. Pete, you are oh. you might be correct. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, it's an easy first. Um, it's my pick, so lay it on them. All right. Uh, the number one pick would be the Dream Warriors. Yes, sir. Dream uh, Warriors. I thought it was going to be the thing. series. No, no. Just the first episode. Actually, it's funny you said that. My I, number one is the Nightmare on Elm Street TV series. Well, the honorable mention for me, because I knew there was not going to be any. 
the first episode of the Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Nightmares, directed by Toby Hooper, with a little Freddy backstory and Robert Englund. That yep, that's some good shit. Yep. Um, but no, Dream Warriors, bar none, the best in the Maybe series. Maybe tonight you'll be gone. Um, and now that we've been talking about anything, I I can't even put my finger on why it's the best. Because everything about watching this movie brings a smile to my face. It is good. Like, yeah, it's just fun kills. I love every character. It's very similar to part four. Like, the same things I said. I love the kills. I love the characters. I love the look of it. I love Freddy. The soundtrack. The soundtrack is, is fucking dope. Like, that's that's probably the only thing that really gives it the edge over four. I like four soundtrack, but this one is dope. I think. Um. Patricia Arquette brings that like innocence and like that character. Like you don't want to see her die. Like you want to see her make it through. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The kills. I mean, some of the best kills in the series. Uh, Welcome to prime time, bitch. Easily the best line in the series. Yep. Uh, what, uh, so, and this is going to maybe reflect on me a little bit. So you had the sequel happen, right? Two happens. Completely off kilter. Nobody was ready for that. So then three happens, and you know, Heather Langenkamp's back, John Saxon's back. Yep. For me, nowadays, maybe not back then, I didn't think about it as much, but now when I look at it, I love the fact that their relationship is fucked. What do you mean? So one ends, and you don't really know what happened, right? Like, the car eats them or whatever you want to say. And mom gets sucked in the door and you're not sure what exactly happened. Like, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. So then you get two and none of that's answered. Yeah. So now you get to three and Langenkamp comes back, Nancy, and she's working with the kids and she's like, we got to go see my dad. And Saxon is just a drunk. (laughs) It's a drunk piece of trash security guard. Now used to be like, chief of police mm. and so you're you're like oh shit that first movie actually had ramifications like these two people their lives are fucked up because of it <laughs> these are the two people that saved the day in the first one and he at least is a mess and yeah. they as far as you know don't speak anymore and it's it's like a I don't want to say a breath of fresh air. It's not a breath of fresh air, but it's good to see, like a little bit of reality. Yeah, like right. like the, the, this they're did not vic- settle. Victims. Yeah, this yeah. did not settle well. Yeah, like the the shit happened, and here's the ramifications. Yep. And you know, y- you get the whole, like, what what is it? He gets resurrected by dog piss. Yeah, which like there's no explanation. The dog just pisses fire, and Freddy's. It's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a good time for everyone after that. Um, I love the the kill with like, um, Freddie being in the tower and the puppet thing. Yeah, I think that's the most like that's like the most showed on like TV shows and specials. Like that's the one they always show, right? Like that's really. I feel like it is. I feel like it's a very popular I mean, it's, one, it's a, and it's non. I feel like the to an extent the snake one where he's eaten. 
That's just a great effect. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about this one. It's uh, where I feel like the original is a groundbreaking breaking masterpiece, and it sits at number two for me, and it falls in our list. This one just gets the edge for being so damn fun. Pete, what do you think? Agreed. Yeah. I agree. And um, I like you know it. It changes the whole uh, um lo- location. Like they're basically in the mental hospital yeah, most the of hospital. the time. Not in the you have house. the you have the dot you have the doctor is kind of like part of the the crew, uh, trying to like, you know, and he's questioning like everything that he's been taught to just like. Uh, this girl coming in saying that she knows what she's talking about. Um, I think I think it's I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, and then like the kids having their, you know, what are made up powers, but still end up being yep. real powers in the dreams to like yep. combat Freddy. That's super cool. Like you would never see that coming in any other slasher movie. Uh huh. Um. Poor little wizard fella. Yeah, <laughs> but but the wheelchair uh, was cool, like the spiky wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. I don't know. I don't have much else I can say about this one. Which, uh, who's your favorite kid as far as like dream powers go, Jeff? Um, or beat? Yep. For for me, probably the. Probably the wizard kid. Uh, yeah, I feel as like... much as I love, but as much as I love Patricia Arquette, gymnastics is pretty lame. <laughs> I feel like I always thought the wizard kid was like, even when I watch it this day, like I feel like he's got him, like he's got Freddy cornered, and it's like he's going, going get him. Yeah. Go- oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Because what were the other ones? There was the the black kid. He was he was super strong. Yeah, Kincaid. He was like bending chairs, and then uh, there was Larry Fishburne. He was oh no, he didn't have any powers. He just smoked cigarettes. <laughs> oh, but it was it was awesome to have him in the movie. We haven't talked about him. Yeah, I mean he just pops up. He was he's Larry Fishburne in this, not Lawrence Fishburne. Right, right. Uh, just he's just another in a long line of like super famous actors that fucking bullpen. St- st- oh, they blowing it. Oh, yeah, um, just. Famous actors starting their careers in horror movies. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right? Like, they're like the lowest of low budgets, usually. They're probably taking anybody that can act, even a little. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense how you get your start in this. I auditioned for a horror movie once. Let's talk about this. <laughs> what? Have you not heard this? I don't think so. I auditioned for a horror movie once. Um, they just like they put cameras on you and they just ask you questions and what it comes down to legit is just are you willing to get naked on camera and I was like dude I got a sweet ass of course I'm willing to get naked <laughs> on camera and I never got called back but you said yes, and they didn't get the call back. But the chick I was dating at the time, who went with me, got called back. Mm. Yeah, she also said, "Yeah, I'll get naked on camera." <laughs> yeah, that's probably 
for <laughs> better for them, yeah. right? I was like, dude, I got the sweetest ass of all men in this entire county. I think it was a, the interview was in like Delco at like some hotel. What movie? Um, so the working title, they never give you like what it is. The working title was Dead Kids on the Highway. I don't know if it ever got released. I don't know if it got made. I have no clue. You didn't find out from the girl you were seeing? Well, she didn't go through with it or anything. Oh, she only went because I went. She was just she declined the offer. Yeah, she was just there with me. Like interesting. Yeah. All right. But it's like you're just thinking. Like, uh, have you ever acted before? No. <laughs> uh, do you have any special talents? No. Are you going to get naked on camera? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You'll be hearing from us. Like that's just how it works. Huh. No, I think the other thing was like. Uh, we're filming in July. Do you have any problems with being covered in fake blood in the hottest months of the summer? Like, well, clearly not. Yeah, I wouldn't whatever. be it's, here. It's like, that sounds of, fun. It's probably a normal weekend. Yeah. Fucking better than going to work. I'll tell you that much. Shit. Well, I'm normally covered in real blood, so. Yeah. So, I don't know yeah, if you put a bag, of, a bag or a bucket of pig's blood on you. That's a, that's a stink. Good good time. Give me that, um, give me that current syrup. So the thing with this franchise and how I mentioned earlier, Dream Child marked the falling off for me. This franchise is so polarizing where there's, you know, like when you, when you mention the top three, or I guess maybe there's a top four, uh, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and I guess, do you include Chainsaw Massacre? Is there a top four? Or is it just the first? Chainsaw's hard, but I mean, at this point, there's a lot of them. Just a lot of them are remakes, reboots. Yeah. There's more so remakes and reboots. Those, those yeah. three. If someone were to ask me before I could even answer, the first one that comes to mind is Nightmare on Elm Street as being my favorite because I feel so strongly about Dream Warriors and the original and part two and part four. But it's tough because this has also my most disliked movies of the three franchises Halloween I recognize there's bad movies but I don't really dislike any of them other than maybe part 6 Friday the 13th there's not really any that I hate but this one has the remake and Freddy's Dead and Dream Child which I really have no in- ever like have no interest in watching ever I, I just blown away that you don't like Freddy's Dead. Or Dream even, Child, even if I you take see. out Freddy's Dead, there's still two movies that I have no interest in watching again, whereas the other two franchises, I really could watch them all. I, I mean, look, I, I'll tell you straight up, Friday the 13th is probably the best overall franchise. The sequels, yeah, I agree. The, the, the sequels to that are just amazing, and the remake's great. The only one I could really say that, like... I wouldn't say I hate it, but I would be like, eh, I don't need to watch it. Jason X. Even Jason Goes to Hell, as much as I talk shit on it, I like I, Jason I watch it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, I watch it when it's on. And I like X because it, it's goofy and. See, I just don't like but... X. That's the only one. It doesn't hold up well, just the same as Freddy vs. Jason. I mean, if, if there's anything I uh, I could leave out, Takes Manhattan. Nah, see, it's fun. It's, it's boring. The kid in the sewer thing. There's just something about it, though. There's just something. It's almost like you know, because you know, you're like waiting for that moment. Like if you were showing a friend it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, but 
we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Like, bear with me. That, yeah. like, that, 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 that's how you show a movie. Halloween. Like really, the only one I don't like is probably Resurrection. Uh, so yeah, I could do without Resurrection. I could do. I without, love H two O. I think H two O. Yeah, see, I could do without H two O. I love H2O. I have no beef with it. I just don't think it's that exciting. Um, what's the other one? Um, not Resurrection. What? Rob Zombie? No. What's the one with? Oh, wait, is that the one with Buster Rhymes? Resurrection. Yeah, Resurrection. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. No, the sorry. found footage. Yeah, yeah. POV one. Yeah. I guess I could do without like. I mean, really, Rob Zombie's the only damper on that. Yeah, and I watch, I don't watch them too. I don't know. Not, anyway, I just tough. feel like this one has the sharpest fall off from going from being some of my favorite movies in horror to being some of my my most disliked and disappointed. Well, that's what Wes Craven did, man. No, but the, his sequels weren't his. Right, but he he made the series like he. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what he did. I think, I think uh, Wes Craven wise that um, all four Scream movies are are pretty good. Yeah, see, I, I've never seen. I don't like after, three. I never seen anything after two, and if I did see three, I don't remember it at all. I don't like three, but four. Well, it's being did. it's being rebooted with the original cast, right? Yeah, I love David Arquette. I'm excited for that. I'm. I'm interested to see his. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have a perfectly fine relationship because they're have kids together. But him and Courtney Cox are no longer married, right? No. Oh, dude, go on Hulu and watch uh, David Arquette cannot be killed or whatever. Yeah, I know. I still need to watch That's that. So good. But yeah, they have a very like cordial, just like they hang out with their kid and talk and shit, and like they're just like friends. That's good. But they got married because of, because of those movies, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where they met. Yeah. And I think then he went through like his crazy coke phase and he directed that movie The That'll Tripper. Happen. You ever see that movie The Tripper? He directed? It's a horror yeah. movie. It's fucking awesome. I suggest watching it. Is it's it about, his coke days? Yeah, and it's about like a bunch of kids that go to like a festival in the seventies and they get all like tripped out on acid and there's some dude in, like an Abraham Lincoln mask going around killing people. <laughs> huh. It's it's fun. All it's right. got the um the kid from Mars Attacks. I don't remember his name. Like the, the nice kid? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where the hell did he go? I don't know. <laughs> he did that David Arquette movie and then probably fucking Wait, vanished. <laughs> they got abducted by aliens, I'm sure. Um, got anything else? No, I mean, we went through the series. Like I said, honorable mention-wise, you can't do much. I, I, I like the series. I, I haven't seen the series, but that first episode in the series... Uh, it's pretty cool. I wish there'd be a physical. Oh, I don't. The Freddie Hotline commercials so, are always pretty rad. <laughs> so, I take it, Scream Factory. Their next big thing has to be a box set of this, right? Yeah, I, I need would a hope Blu-ray so. upgrade. I would hope so. I remember, like, it's so hard to hear from Scream Factory now that uh, Shockwaves doesn't exist because. That podcast had screen like you know whether like it or don't they had Screen Factory on all the time to give updates on what they're working on what's new, <clears throat> and I remember them saying a long time ago that Friday Thirteenth box set probably won't happen because it's just like a a rights and logistics nightmare. So if they were able to make Friday Thirteenth happen, I would hope they'd be able to make Nightmare on Elm Street happen. I hope so. And isn't that 
isn't the new line all the way through? So that should be a little easier. Uh, I mean, well, whoever. Uh, well, I, I guess so. New line is the one that put out the DVD box set. You have that one? Yes. So the like bronze and black one. Right, right. So that makes it a little bit easier because New Line put it out. But since it's all one production company, I would think it'd be kind of easy to, for the screen factor. Well, I think what happened is, and I'm, I mean, I don't know for shit, but I think it's with that rights thing with the, the what, yeah, when when Wes Craven died, the rights to the character Freddy Krueger reverted back to the estate. And from the sounds of it, they don't want to do shit with it. Because I think like people have made offers to do stuff with it, and they're like, no. So I don't know. I Why hope they so. Say no. Maybe that's what they're ma- waiting for. Maybe they're like, hey, no, we're going to do this big box set thing I'll, that yeah, we want to do. For them to decline doing the Dead Sled Coffee. Like, why? Why Why decline that? Just like, Well, they didn't de- decline it. They fucked it. Like, it was agreed upon, and then I guess. But like, that's what I mean. Like, if, if it's for the fans, like, what do you care? There's probably beef somewhere. There's got to be a stupid beef somewhere. Well, I want a Blu-ray box set because this really needs a Blu-ray upgrade. I had not been excited. features and cool. I get excited for Blu-ray releases, but I had not been excited for anything like that box set before. Friday 13th? Yeah, that was a a big, big, big deal to me. That's how I was for the Halloween one. Yeah, and I really wish I would have... I wish I would have understood what Blu-ray was going to be back then. Because I think that's it. Like, 4K is cool, but I think Blu-ray is the last bastion of, like, awesome special features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think 4K is going to be like, oh, look how great this quality is. But I think Blu-ray is... You, like, pick and choose what movies you want yeah, that quality. Yeah, Blu-ray is, like, the last, like, oh, we're going to do all these, like... You're going to pay $30 for this movie that might not be the greatest movie, but you're also going to get three hours of awesome special features. Like, the like the Severance stuff great, I buy. Yeah. A great... Uh, Conversion to, yeah, you know, 4K, not 4K, but yeah, uh, 2K. Whether it's warranted or not. Well, yeah, they've already said some of the 4K stuff is like, why did you do this? Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Um, I think the Ichi the Killer Blu-ray, or not Blu-ray, uh, 4K. Like, oh, that's in 4K. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, oh, why? this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, um, I'll tell you, 4K. I mainly go like I change genres like. There's a lot of sci-fi. I guess modern sci-fi I want in 4K because it looks beautiful. Um, as far as Nightmare on Elm Street goes for a box set, I'll tell you that the entire series was on HBO Max, but I had to rent Dream Warriors, so there might be something weird there. Ah, that is weird. Huh. Man, I wonder what that would be because that's the best one, quote-unquote, to us especially. So- I mean, did production change? I guess. I mean, no. It it's always to. been New Line. Well, something must have changed because if HBO has the rights for the entire franchise except for that one, something goofy must be interesting. I bet you a deal was made somewhere along the lines where somebody has the rights to that, just like Dawn of the Dead, where like this dude yeah. just owns the rights to it and wasn't showing so it for one random dude that yeah. has. I bet it's, just, it, it's the only thing that makes sense. But then the box, the DVD box that got made by New Line. I could have sold it after. Yeah. That that box that came out like 98 or something. That's that's an old box set. 98? Is that how old it is? It's pretty old. It's, it's, it, huh. 
I'm willing to bet 98.99. Not in the 2000s. Interesting. They're all clamshell. And the original cover art, which I appreciate. Yeah, on the inside. And the Nightmare series. Real nice. Plus the 3D glasses. Yeah, but there's no... uh, On the inside, the clamshell is... I can't remember. It was I opened them all recently. They had like... Remember, why was it a thing for DVD to have chapter selection with names? Like, So who came up with the names for all these chapters? I want that to be my job. (laughs) I want to watch a movie and be like, hey, you're going to have to... This movie is two hours long. You're going to have to break it out into 19 chapters, and we're going to need names for all 19 chapters. I was like, all right, well... Let me rip this beer and smoke this joint, and I'll get right on that for you. I'm going to get you all the chapters <laughs> real quick. I remember, <laughs> so DVD was still like relatively new. None of the David Lynch movies would have chapters. So you'd have to like fast forward through everything. Like you'd be watching like Blue Velvet, and you'd be trying to like th- show your friends like the crazy parts. You'd be like, well, bear with me here. I have to, because they didn't have like the times 10, times 15, times 30. You're just sitting there. The chapter thing is so goofy, and how, how it all had names. Because I remember, like, when I would get DVDs as a kid, like, of movies I haven't seen, I would look, it was, like, inside the cover of the clamshell, or they would have the paper insert of the chapter selection, oh, the and I would try to, like, figure out, like, oh, what's this movie going to be about based on the chapter names? Stupid shit. What? You're looking at the chapter names? Trying yeah, to figure, trying to f- like, figure out the plot. Well, what, like, oh, like, Maybe like, just read the back. Well, like, I mean, like, what's going to be, like, a big turning point? Or, like, I don't know, man. I was a child. You were. You are still a child. Um. All right, let's crack these. Pete, do you have a uh, cl- a different closing beer? Or are you going? Are you ripping the same thing? I sure do. All right, what do you got? This is uh out of uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Uh, yes, which is Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> uh. It is a uh, a fine champagne. Miller High Life. Champagne. Oh, I was drinking them earlier. Very nice. Oh, I love a High Life. We were ripping some uh, Rolling Rock as our in-between beers. Yeah, I miss, I miss Rolling Rock, man. I used to drink like my in, a 12 My in-between beers, I had I had two uh, Modelo Blancos. That was oh, my in-betweens. Dirty, dirty bastard. I don't really care about Modelo. Really, the Blancas though, because that's my um, that's my vacation beer. So I ripped so many. Of oh, them. I'm sorry. You go on fancy vacations down to Mexico. Well, that's what they fill in my mini fridge. I don't know. I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's fine, but all right. Well, over here, um, to keep in line with not so much Nightmare on Elm Street, but with Wes Craven. We're having Imprim Brewing Company's Green Scream DDH Hazy Double IPA. And it's got a cool, very dark black and green can. But believe it or not, right on the front of it, Ghost Face yeah, is on there. Yeah. See him. It's subtle, but he's on there. Uh, and yeah, this is from Imprim Brewing Company. We've spoken about these guys before, not as much as uh, Beer Zombies, but. Imprint does great, great work out of Southeast PA. Uh, their IPA game isn't as frequent as some of their other styles, but damn, are they usually good. Yeah, I like it. I like that can. It's very subtle. It's very nice. Yeah, it's can. nice. It's just like kind of yeah. like in the background. 
Like, I'm not even sure if we're going to be able to catch that in our photo tonight. For Probably us. not. If you get it, like, right under the light, maybe. Mm, that's good, though. It's quite tasty. It's no high life, but it's tasty. Well, we're not. You can always have champagne. So what do we got coming up? I don't know. I know what we have coming up, but we're depending on other people. I don't like when we depend on other people. For what, the game show? Well, the game show. The Shame. Watch This or Die. We got two Watch like... This or Dies coming up. We got a... Oh, so we, we can got do that. an exclusive. We can do that next, an exclusive. Well, I don't want well, to talk about it. We can do it. that next. I don't uh, want to talk about it because if it doesn't happen. The Shane happen. one, I'm not really that excited about. Okay. I mean, I'm excited about Shane coming on. I love you, Shane. But just the topic, that the movie you want to watch, I don't really have an interest <laughs> in watching. Well, hopefully next week. With all your weird trauma shit. Hopefully next week we will have another Zoom. Um, we have a special... Pete, not that you're not special, because you are a special boy, and I love you. Uh, but we have a special, hopefully, if everything works out, special guest and a special beer. Uh, with Brother Pete, we still have Nick Cage. Yeah, that we gotta do. Pete, we have to find That's a way. A way to, to we have to find a way to just make you the third. Shouldn't host. should Nick Cage? Should that be a special honor and be in person? Oh yeah, I want to be in person for that one. Yeah, that's gonna be big. Um, that'll be that. It's gonna be a two parter. We already we already kind of talked about that. I think it needs to be. And then, do you? I mean, Jeff. I don't think he's that interested, but I'm really kind of passionate about it. I want to do uh uh the Scott brothers versus Cage match. Do you want to be a part of that one? Tony Scott versus Ridley Scott. Scott? Oh, there's a lot of content in there and a lot of good content. I don't know why Jeff isn't more excited about it, but he's I like why is everything like, oh, I know you don't care. uh, You don't know what I care about. It's kind of my it's kind of my my theme tonight. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff doesn't care. I'm very nonchalant, but I care. Scott, that's a good one. one. I feel like you need an. yeah, I I dig the cage match thing. I like it when you do people that you like more than when you do people you don't. Ugh, that was <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was like a spur of the moment. Just like let's. let's I thought it would it be more like funny than yeah. it was the downer. We're just was. making each other mad. <laughs> yeah, it it was funny because you're like, all right, this movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, so I, I go on bloody disgusting today, and it's like. Eli Roth is going to uh, explore Zach Bagan's haunted mansion for Discovery Plus. And I was like, hold on. You're putting these two douchebags together and they're going to get their own special? What is happening in the world? You guys talk about Eli Roth so much that this podcast is going to come up on its For You page. I hope so. (laughs) Like, it's going to come up as a recommendation. To, to he's be, like, okay. To and, be and honest, gonna, like, like, it's gonna come up like like you had this. There's this one fan that really loves Knock Knock. The only person that really <laughs> loves one knock, guy knock. at South East PA who fucking <laughs> loves Knock Knock. To be fair, like if I, I, I say this like with a lot of people. Like if I met him, I probably would like him a lot. It's just like what you see is is not the best. 
Same uh, with zombie pre- presentation. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, is, is, you're not getting the best presentation when you like see these people on TV or, or hear interviews with them. Yeah. Producer, you got anything? You want me to do the recap? Yeah, yes. sure. Recap's good. All right. The entire Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. All right. Number As nine. 2021. Number nine was Jeff's pick, the remake. Number eight uh, was Pete's pick, Dream Child. Number seven, uh, which was Money in the Bank, uh, was uh, went to Pete, technically, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, then Pete picked number six, Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Number five was Jeff's pick, The New Nightmare. Number four, Vinny's pick, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master. Number three was Pete, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Revenge. Number two, Vinny's pick, A Nightmare on Elm Street. And the number one was Jeff's pick, The Dream Warriors. So, well, actually, I know um, it's pretty wild. My five through one, the way our list worked out is exactly how my list worked out. Yeah, pick for yeah. pick. That's good. You're a predictable guy. I'm kidding. Or I just know the way the things. You just don't think outside. You don't think outside the box. This is how the list ended up. That has nothing to do with me. I mean, you don't like Freddy's Dead because the Crap. world, because people tell you not to like Freddy's Dead, but <laughs> no, people tell you not to like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. I like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. I just said it aged like a fine wine. It only got better with age. Well, God. Freddy's dead. Age is like a fart Skunk in a bag. beer. <laughs> fart in a bag? <laughs> yeah. I like it. Who's farting like in bags? <laughs> that must be a nice I can't even. Thing. So, like, I mean, I've tried to, like, I guess in a weird passive-aggressive way, I, I defend it. Like, oh, well, I guess I'll give it a rewatch and maybe I'll turn a new leaf. Well, I gave it a rewatch yesterday and still hate it. I'd probably defend this series. Unreasonably, I hate Roseanne. I hate Roseanne. Oh, God, yeah. So I hate the Roseanne Tom Arnold stuff. I do. I do. Uh, yeah. I might have blocked that part out. Yeah, it's not good. It's actually unnecessary, to be honest. It doesn't yeah. do its ever purpose. It was like, hey, can we get someone famous right quick? Well, Roseanne's here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, sure. Throw her around. And Tom Arnold. What? She wants, she wants a full hot dog bar and catering? I find whatever. We can put it together. And I love Tom Arnold. We should do a Tom Arnold list. True lies. Best damn sports show. <laughs> I want to do Steven Seagal versus Chuck Norris, but I would lose. So here's the deal, Vincent. I love all your ideas, but you know what? A little behind the scenes for the, the folks listening. You get at me with ideas like, a day before you want to do them. No, I don't. Oh I'm the one God. that needed re- needs research. You're always like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Let me think about it. And then you'll drop something. And I'm like, all right, sure. When do you want to record? I don't know. Tomorrow. All right, great. You never give ideas. Pick the next list then. I would love for you to pick the next list. When do but you want to record it? Next week. Okay, well, no shit. But <laughs> I just need time to research. I want to go through... A string of watch this or dies. I want to do like three or four watch this or dies in a row. And this no list? No list. 
All right, maybe we can do that. Pete, what do you think? You want to get in on a watch this or die? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. We'll, How do we do a watch this or die with we'll, three we'll people? We'll do the we'll do the same thing, but we'll just all watch the same movie. Yeah, oh, God, we we find a movie that all to watch that shitty movie. What movie? The one that we're gonna well talk about with Shane. Oh no, that's with Shane. I'm talking about what's it called? Opioid crisis, crisis or something? <laughs> oh, whenever, Friday. whenever, whenever Danzig's next uh, his oh, vampire yes. comes God. out, we can definitely, do that. Definitely, definitely. Um, that movie is gonna be the tits. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Uh, did you watch Psycho mm. Gorman? <laughs> Pete, do uh, no. Oh, it's coming on. Oh, it's coming on Shutter uh, tomorrow. No, the twenty second, two days. Yeah, highly, highly recommend you put that at the very yeah. top of your list. It I was, bought it on Blu-ray. Right. That good. Um, I right. bought it on Blu-ray and got the vinyl. <laughs> the vinyl soundtrack. Did we do a watch this? We did a watch this or die for that, didn't we? Um, I yeah, think, I think we I did. Think we yeah. did. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a good list. Bill Paxton. I think we brought that oh, up before. Oh, Bill Pack. We no, we didn't discuss that. That's a great list. I'm down. I'm into it. Oh, that'd War- be tough for me. Mortuary. Oh, that'd be tough for me to pick. Mortuary is a low key like gem. All right, um, I'm into it. That's a pretty easy one. Like, there's not much research involved. Like all those movies we've seen a million times. I've seen like all of Bill Paxton's movies ten thousand times. <laughs> What's your huh. favorite He's only one? Main, he's only your favorite main one? Character. If your favorite one's not Club Dread, don't reveal it. If it's not Club Dread, just get the hell out. He's only a main character in like three movies. <laughs> the rest of them, he's just in. You know, he directed the Fish Heads video. Just so you know, my number one's Twister. I don't know, man. All right. Just kidding. Well, you just ruined everything. It's. I mean, no. Yeah. There's nothing. I hate hell. There's nothing wrong with Twister. In fact, in fact. Home. In fact, Twisters, I love it's uh, um, my, one of my favorite comedy. I mean, just in when in Austin Powers when he's fat bastard, he's like, "It's like my favorite Helen Hunt movie, Twister," <laughs> and they twist, they twist the guy's boobs. <laughs> oh it's boy, good stuff. All right, all right, Vinny, sit down because we're gonna finish this up. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, does anyone have any words of wisdom they want to drop before we get out of here? Oh, man. Um, nah. nah. All right, so here's the deal. Tomorrow this is, this is a big deal to me. I'm sorry. Tomorrow's May 20th. It's the day that Macho Man Randy Savage passed away. Mm-hmm. So wow. get out. Drop an elbow on somebody. Give, give me a, oh, yeah. Or just snap into a Slim Jim. Just do something for Macho Man. Oh, I'm gonna go get a like Slim Jim tonight. It's a big deal. I love, I love the Macho Man. Um, I just knocked over a beer. I gotta tell cool. you, <laughs> on that, on that, on that point. Uh, so, at the wedding I was at over the weekend, the father of the bride got up to give a speech, and he sounded like Macho Man Randy Savage, and. I was like to everyone on my team, I'm like, yo, this guy smells like sounds like Macho Man. And then he and he was just like, Andrew, he's the best guy I could possibly imagine. Marry my daughter. <laughs> and I was laughing. Everyone else was like, whatever, you're wasted. I was like, dude, he sounds like fucking Macho Man. <laughs> so anyway, but Macho Man, he, rest in peace. But did he look like him? He did have a 
awesome handlebar mustache, but uh, no, he didn't. He could look like him probably. <laughs> he he could he could look like him pretty easily if he tried. Speaking of R.I.P. R.I.P. New Jack, man. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was driving around yesterday. I had natural born killers on, just full blast, driving past all the little businesses in King of Prussia. People were right freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I can't necessarily say that he was a good person, but no, rest in peace, I think no. All, all the, all, as a perfor- as a performer, I mean, I mean, yeah, he brought for me sure. much joy as a, as a kid watching ECW. I mean, you heard the rocket go off, and then the, the song started. You knew he was coming out, just blasting people with like trash can lids and guitars and uh, yeah, so much fun. Anywho, celebrate the Macho Man tomorrow, Vinny Pete. Love you both. All right, brothers, let's wrap it up. This is a good one. We'll see you next time. Love. Do your sign-off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to step on my (laughs) (laughs) sign-off? I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Pete, thanks for being here. Till next time. My pleasure. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. We are out. Excuse me.